All right, good evening, good evening. It's Thursday night. It's the Shipcast. We are here to be your companion, your guide through the Thursday night cosmos as the commanders and bears square off, but it won't be just the three of us. No, we're going to have our friend Drew Dinkmeyer swinging by in the second quarter. We'll, of course, have Steph Miller dropping by at the start of the third quarter to talk about our high-stakes portfolio. And, of course, we got our pick'em sweats. It's time to get you guys $400. If we hit our core entry tonight, one of you lucky underdog slash ship chasing viewers and users will win $400. Let's get it tonight, guys. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> this is what? This is what? I'm hot. Anita Hanjob. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Canary's Tony? You can't handle the heat. Hey, it looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Ben Gretsch, we got Pat Corain, who's uh, eating his first meal of the day. I actually ate my first meal of the day too, Pat, uh, about an hour and 15 minutes ago. Sorry to flex on your, your wow. intermittent fasting, but I was so swamped today, uh, didn't get a chance to eat. Uh, Gretsch, are you feeling better? Flex, you're a little... Flex too, because you got three, that's three hours. That's four I hours. I know, man. I know, wow. not good. Uh, Gretch, have you had your chicken noodle soup? You, you feeling up for, uh, yeah, I mean, I've not eaten a lot today, but when you're sick, you kind of just eat whenever food sounds good and you get food yeah. in your stomach. Right. That's the, I don't know. I, I'm, I can't flex with you guys, but, uh, you guys are, you guys are killing it. Yeah. Good morning to Pat is what we actually meant to say. It, Pat's, Pat's having his, his steak and eggs I'm, here on the, uh, on I'm the West Coast. I'm a chicken sandwich. Doesn't feel like I'm killing Oh, this beer is good. So. <laughs> um all right guys commanders bears uh i gotta say this, about this is it gonna be a go. good game no i'm just uh, wondering because well, like is this gonna be a classic thursday night yeah. show or could this be a surprise i think no, it's I mean, a surprise yeah everyone's like complaining about this all day on twitter and like what what is there to complain about with sam howell and justin fields like this is gonna be chaos on both this chaos. is like ryan fitzpatrick on both sides yes. of the field why would that be bad like True. that's amazing god why why haven't we cloned ryan fitzpatrick so <laughs> yeah. um, a couple things so dom roasting me for um starting intermittent fasting when I came out to California. I've been intermittent fasting for years. And honestly, it's essentially just disorganization. It's I get so busy, I don't eat. It's not like a, <laughs> I'm pushing a lifestyle on anyone. I'm just I'm just running around like, oh, yeah, I got to eat food. Well, so, us having to all watch you eat, it does feel like you're pushing your lifestyle. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I might. I might <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, First play deep shot. I mean, so I'm saying we got chaos. <laughs> oh no, I'm not live. If you just saw a deep shot, I got to get myself oh, live. Yeah, that's what I saw too. Um, it was a near near nothing. This is more important for the show. We should. I feel, I feel good about our core entry tonight, and I really think yeah. we're going to win. And so we should have people fill out the uh, the form so that they can make sure that they are in the running for for the giveaway, which is up to four hundred dollars. Wow, you're you're putting a lot of producing was, lift on me yeah. this early in the show. I got to get the pick 'em form up to well, show. I thought he was taking it off out. your shoulders. I thought he was he was promoting. I thought I was too. I thought I, was, I thought I was making sure we got the important information early in the show. But it just but, look. Uh, I mean, we don't want people who watch and not not you know. Oh, I didn't know I need to fill it. Fill out the form. You'll be eligible for the giveaway. And then uh, I think I I don't know. I have a good feeling. We got to win for this to be given out this week. But uh, because we haven't won so far. 
the the giveaway is up to 400 bucks. Yeah, if you guys don't know how we've been doing this, so each week uh, our friends at Underdog, they're like, here, we'll give you $100 to give away, um, but you got to hit your core pick. I'm, Oops, this is our this is our extended one here. Already off to a rough start. Um, oh! What happened? How am DJ I not live? Moore, I'm not really... 75 yards? Did more, dude. Stop watching the Spanish cast. Dude, what is going on? I'm normally the one that's spoiling this for all of you guys. That was a 60-yard play. 60-something-yard play. Right, Holy I'm cow. caught up now. I'm caught up. Except he we just to be Cole hosted that time. DB. Man, what? Yeah. This is going to go over. I, I would live bet the over right now. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a crazy game. Yeah, I'm loving them being aggressive. Maybe not, maybe not financial advice, but the Bears are obviously not thrilled about how they blew last week and are uh, un are, are defeated. I don't know how do you say that un unwinning. They haven't won. We're struggling. Tonight. Winless. We're, we're, Winless. We're all struggling. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's that's a good time to ask? What's everyone's drinking status? I guess, Gretch, you're sober. I assume. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pounding the. <laughs> <laughs> Gret Gretch drank for two weeks in a row last week. And, yeah, I'm uh, good. I'm good this week. I'm back on my tequila, my tequila sipper here. What about you, Pat? Uh, I got the beer going. This is very so, interesting. That every week Pete is just moderation. He just has a drink like a human, and then me and Gretch are just alternating weeks. <laughs> it's it's really what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've actually like had to think through my strap for this, right? Because I was like, I can't go too hard. I don't want to just be, uh, you know, uh, doing nothing here. But also I'm like, if I have like three beers right at the top and then stop, I'm going to get super tired. So yeah. sipping the tequila has been kind of the play for me here. For the audio listeners, smart. our core entry tonight, we have Sam Howell higher than nine passing first downs. I'll let uh, Pat talk about those first downs or in Gretsch here in a second. Jahan Dotson, 42 and a half rush or receiving yards higher there. And then Cole Komet higher than three receptions. Which one of you flagged the, uh, the passing first downs? That was me. Um, but since I'm eating a sandwich, yeah, I'll let Gretsch talk about why he liked the rushing prop for, for Hal. And then I came and shut that down and pitched first downs. Um, yeah, no, so Howell's rushing prop was like, or it was like 13 yards, right? And, uh, let me go find what I wrote about it. Uh, his totals working backwards were 40 rushing yards last week, 18, 13, and 11. So basically he, he has tied that 13 number once, went under it in week one by two yards, went over it the other two weeks. I also feel like, you know, he holds the ball a lot. We know that he takes a lot of sacks, but the Bears have a weak pass rush, so I kind of wrote that his pass rush, pa the pass rush. Oh, oh more TD. He is DJ already. more drive. Wow. Yeah. He is smashing. That's great. Um, that the Bears' weak pass rush would help him turn some of the sacks into scrambles when he holds the ball too long. There's kind of two ways to read that. And, Pat, you said – the other way when you were talking about not wanting to necessarily play as rushing that like the weak pass rush would allow him to kind of deliver the ball downfield. I do still think he, uh, we just got a penis on the telestrator, but anyway, I do still think that he, uh, <laughs> throws the ball. 
I do still think that there's going to be some plays where he doesn't make the reads down the field and then just scrambles. Um, I just think the sacks go away and there's still some scrambles. Um, yes. And someone was asking in the chat and we were, I was talking about this with Gretch earlier too. the Jahan dots and the receiving line and the rush receiving line were the exact same. I got very excited. I was like, dude, they're going to let us free roll these rushing yards. And then Ben, you made a very astute point. Yeah, some of these receivers, I've noticed this a couple times, so I was wondering why they do it. Some of these receivers that only are going to get like zero or one rushes, sometimes they get one carry for like negative four yards. I think Rasheed Rice did it the other week. Um, and, and so you get the you get an element where like, I think you're still free rolling it. I, I think you're still like at least twice as likely to get positive rush yards if there's a carry. But some of these receivers on the end of rounds will end up just losing yards on their one rush, and it'll actually be a negative. So I think that's part of why they do the same number. Yeah, and then the, the higher it is, line, the more likely you want to take on the risk. I would guess, right? Like that, make, that makes yeah, sense. If it was only thirteen receiving yards or something. Why would we even bother with the rush? Yeah, um, that makes sense. But the reason we got on the first downs, it, you're right. Like I was kind of thinking about the other way, where there's no pass rush. He, you know, there's less like pressure for him to kind of scoot out and start running and everything. But also, like, Howell is not super, super high in allowed pressure. If you look at like PFF, um, they show which quarterbacks are allowing pressure at a high rate. That's not really his problem. His, it, it is a problem, but it's not a massive, massive problem. The problem is that when he gets pressured, he takes sacks like way higher than anyone else. So if there's no pressure, and there won't be no pressure, but if there's lowered pressure, I think that creates a really good environment for Hal to just kind of operate and do what he wants to do. And so I think like this is I think that the commanders are gonna have some success here. I love that the Bears just scored a touchdown because one of the only concerns I had about this was that maybe they run it through Brian Robinson. You can run on the Bears very easily, but Eric the enemy's been passing a lot, and I was kind of trusting that they would do that. And so it's just a bet that like the commanders have a functional offense that's running through Howell and he's able to deliver against a Bears defense that can't get to him. Hey, you that sound like a fantasy analyst. I, I'm buying yeah. what you're selling, man. I'm buying. Love it. Pete, we um, got a super chat already that, that said, shout out to your stamina. What's your schedule been like today? No, I think he's referencing that I said I hadn't hadn't eaten all day unless uh, unless he got access to something else that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't put it past Tyler. Uh, yeah, yeah. So then we we did do here. Let me do the form that Pat mentioned, and let me preface this again because there are already a bunch of people who filled out this form twice. Let me make this clear. If you've already filled out the form that we were about to drop in there, you don't need to fill it out. We already have 222 some responses in here, but this is basically how we are going to determine the winner of this giveaway when we hit our four in, in uh, pick them, not if, when. Uh, we're going to give $400 and we're going to draw it from this list. So I'm going to share this here. You got to be an underdog user and you just need to give us your YouTube username and your underdog username in this form. If you've already filled it out, I am begging you not to fill it out again. <laughs> Absolutely begging you. Yes. Uh, did you guys did you guys see all the the stuff this week about uh, the team in first place, Walrus Balls? That was. Hilarious. I saw that video. It was, it was so funny. funny. Yeah. I love. I mean, right Robin admitted that you were right, Pete. 
Run, I don't run was like I worry about this all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, this this stuff was great. Yeah, I saw it loosely. I've been sick and I've been kind of in and out a little, but I loved the video that um, Lou the Lou right? Yeah, those guys made. that was and then that, also from the Deposit Kingdom who did the chasing waterfalls parody. And then right when he hits it, there's a picture of a, a walrus ball. Like, I don't know what a walrus ball is, but once I saw yeah. it, I was like, that's a walrus ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I was singing that great. for all, the entire there's evening. One. I had that stuck in my head. No, that's Logan Thomas. Who, who are it's you fist pumping, Pat? Oh, oh first passing down, first right. down. I thought you were talking about Cole Clement. You guys, catches. You guys are like, what? Hey, that's long time. <laughs> <laughs> got passing first downs here, guys. I, I didn't know if you were like it. victory lapping some, you know, like, oh, yeah, for one week. He I didn't get it. Thomas is an 18th round tight end. You didn't get it? <laughs> oh, my God. Logan. Third inches. You're blowing it. And it does have to be passing first down, so no tushy pushy first downs. No tushy pushy, yeah. Uh, I don't think we were going to get this one. Jeez, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't oh, know what happened there. All I see is him getting. Oh, that was Brian Robinson. Logan couldn't have extended that an inch. <laughs> Come on, Logan. Cole Turner they got a punt. It. No, this is great. That's this brutal, is the man. script. This is the script we want. We want the Bears to get out in front and then uh, Sam Howell throwing all day. Mm. Wow, he just got right through the interior of the line. That seems like <laughs> probably not a good move. <laughs> yeah. on Ao throwing in the towel on the Dotson dream pretty quickly here. There's, there's a <laughs> lot of. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I love how quickly everyone overreacts to stuff. It's fantastic. Speaking of that, Gretch, what was it? I, I I checked in on your mentions for a half sec on your Kyle Pitts tweet. I mean, that thing went nuclear. I uh, no no yeah. that was great because so I I. Uh, I set up the thing where you can get paid by Twitter. Like I do, I, I <laughs> subscribe to Twitter and then I set up the thing where you can get paid literally like the day before after I did an Isaiah Pacheco tweet <laughs> that went nuclear. And so then I just threw that out there and was like, all right, well, I'll make some money by tweeting about Kyle Pitts. Like I literally just tweeted it. Did you? What, what do you yeah. make? Like $3? I don't know. No, I haven't seen anything yet. I don't know if I'm supposed to do something else, but it does say that I'm eligible. So who knows? Here's the tweet know? for the audio listeners. Kyle Pitts is younger than Dalton Kincaid and Luke Musgrave, who combined for fewer yards in college two years ago than the 1,000-plus yards Pitts put up in the NFL. Don't lose the plot. Uh, 86 replies it. here. <laughs> I, I, I spent a long time on the don't lose the plot thing. I was like, what do I write here? I, I almost said something about, we're, you know, we're losing recipes or, you know. I mean, the point was that, like, Kyle Pitts doesn't lose the plot. What about a recipe? Chef's kiss. I mean, chef's yeah. it's, it's great. It's perfect. It makes you yeah. it makes me a little mad. Like it's right. such like a it's such like a mer. Like it yes, made me exactly. like I'm with you, but I'm like, oh, don't tell me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me what I know. <laughs> it's perfect. It's so good for engagement. It's like truly the perfect thing. Did you mute? Was, Did you uh, mute the thread after that? I didn't mute this one. I do often mute them. Yeah, when they go like yeah. this. Mm. This that most of the comments were good. I don't know. I mean, it, it was yeah. It was. <laughs> It's pretty funny. I got a lot that were like, "Do we, um, do we start him?" And that was a good uh, therapy one was good. Yeah, the you know it's a good great. tweet when people are getting a hundred plus likes replying to a reply to your tweet. That's how you know. Yeah, it's a good the third yeah. down. 
That's uh, good. Uh, so these are our other uh, pick So we had the core here, Sam Howell, uh, higher than nine passing first downs, Jahan Dotson, higher than 42 and a half rush receiving yards, Cole Komet, higher than three receptions. We did do one here that was Antonio Gibson, lower than 18 and a half rushing yards. He's only cleared this number once this year, last week uh, against the Eagles or against the Eagles. And then Brian Robinson, higher than 65 and a half rushing yards. And then we did a very similar thing here. Brian Robinson, 65 and a half rushing yards on the other alt one, but then swapped out the Antonio Gibson lower with the TJ Edwards, we know ball tackling Brian Robinson during all of those carries over or higher than nine tackles in assists. And boy, did we get some street cred for going back to the IDP well. That's right. And then, I mean, look, you go look at TJ Edwards numbers and, you know, He's hit nine or more in every game, and that's four games, and that's the extent of the analysis. <laughs> well, uh, it's not it's not the true extent of the analysis because we did also take Brian Robinson over. And Brian Robinson, I love this point, Gretch. You're like, you know, he's not breaking long runs. It's just chugging along. He's probably getting tackled by a linebacker a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> it correlates. It genuinely correlates. Like, a linebacker is going to make that tackle like a large percentage of the time. Seems like so it's yeah. perfect. If he's getting the sixty-five rush yards, TJ Edwards is getting there. That's that he's is a correlation. <laughs> I just looked up we, to see TJ Edwards had one tackle, one tackle, baby. What number is he? This will he help does. my sweat nice. here. <laughs> TJ um, Moore wide open twice already. He is. He's so fifty-three. Good. That's a good linebacker number two. I'm yeah. into that. I can I root for that. 53. Mm. Nick says in the chat, four for four was all over it. I know Ryan Noonan over there does tackle stuff over there. I do have to confirm I didn't look at his stuff, but I feel great that the the the, yeah. the, the new process where I tried to try to look up tackles actually worked and I got on the same thing that Noonan was on. That's amazing. Both about it. Did you guys see in the we Discord? We accidentally know ball. We accidentally know ball, exactly. <laughs> Did you guys it. see in the Discord, uh, our guy DFS Texas posted a screenshot of our uh, Pick'em entry screenshot circulating in the ETR Discord and some of the uh, conversation around it? No. Oh, no. It was really it. funny. So it posted, it says, I like the top two. Commit at three is okay, I guess. And then someone goes, who is that from? Ship It Nation? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Kitchen roast with that. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ship it nation. Give it out the shippers. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh man. <laughs> Come out over I'm three, busy. I think. It's it's not sexy, but the reason for that was I was looking at the target rates for Comet and DJ Moore, and they're like very similar. So that's what they have the same amount of targets on the season before that drive. Yeah. So it's it's just a bet on yeah, you know, on, I, on the I like rate. Yeah. He commence been playing really well. Yeah, yes. I wish we'd gone with because I said, you know, DJ Moore does have much higher A dot, so his his like upside's higher and that that would have already hit. But it would have been just such They're a really bet. we would have been so insufferable for the rest of you know, they really yeah. gotta make us work for it. A good point. They are really uh trying to get there with DJ tonight. Do they get this sneak or are they ooh one one official's got it the top officials got it short 
Bottom official wins out and calls it a. I'm not convinced he got it. I'm not either. Me neither. Top official <laughs> definitely had him short. And he looked up his buddy and was like, "All right, fine, you can have this." Oh yeah, they got that. him pushed. Yeah, that was a, a well executed uh, executed tush push there. They they kept pushing him. I like how <laughs> he looked at his buddy and said, "Yeah, you can have this one," but it's probably not that far off from what the way this stuff actually works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you got this. I'm gonna go back over here. <laughs> Is this where we do a rant about how do they not have a chip in the ball at this point? I feel like that's what you're always supposed to say when there's ambiguity to a, a short that's yardage how you situation. Know I think they I, should that, have a chip. In, I, I think they should have a chip in the ball except for Thursday night football. And they just wing, <laughs> they wing it on Thursday nights. Robert Tunyon already has two catches. What's going on? Directionally you know accurate, fellas. Directionally <laughs> accurate. You know what favorite they go out the chip in the ball thing is? Is if you stop and think about it for like two seconds, it makes absolutely no sense because it's not just where the ball is. You have to know the moment at which, obviously, a body part touches the ground. It's not like the ball goes to the turf or something and we could be like, oh, yeah, activate the chip at this moment. It's where was the ball when the knee was down, hey, right? Gretch, and- <laughs> why don't I just put chips in the knee pads then? <laughs> yeah, but then you need them in the elbows and the shoulders and the helmet and the butt and everything. Holy oh, Khalil Herbert. He's Ooh. loose. Um, I, I, had, I had a chip put in me yesterday during that emergency broadcasting, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's we, a we real shame they now. did that to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they should do? See, this is what it should be. They should do like those old Fox style hockey uh, broadcasts where you had like the glow around the puck. That's what they need it. And then you can watch the TV back and freeze and see where was the most forward part of the ball thanks to the glow, the glow trail. <laughs> Tired, chips in the ball, wired, glow trail. <laughs> well the bears i rewound to look at this run this this is a nice run here it was dude the the roshan like snap rates and stuff is crazy it, it's, it's gone down basically every single week well i wrote Herbert's the good like I, I get i get yeah. why they want to play him. yeah but it's just weird the- that it started the other way for sure there's, There's Komet. We got one. Let's go. Did he fumble that? I don't. I mean, that'd be great. We yeah. gotta keep him in passing scenarios. Um, the, the week one, he played. They got blown out, and and most of that was uh, garbage time. I wrote about that in signals, but he played when when because Foreman was still active in week one, but he looked really good. But he played the vast majority of the late part of that game. Uh, and then he's been playing a lot of negative scripts. And then last week they were mostly in pretty heavy positive scripts. So my read wasn't that like Roshan's lost work. I think from week one to week two, like it, I remember after week two in Stealing Signals, I wrote that it was a positive that Roshan in a little bit more normal script maintained his snap share essentially, like didn't lose a ton because he had mostly played. There's, Comet again. We got two right there in a row. There's two. Let's go. Yeah. He mostly played in week one in garbage time. Week two, actually, they deactivated Foreman and played in a little bit more normal parts of the game, which was nice. And even though his you know snap rate came down a little bit, it was a little bit of more of a real like signal workload. 
week three a little bit of the same, but they were way behind the Chiefs. And then last week they were ahead. And I think we learned that in positive game script that they just are going to strongly prefer Herbert. So, yeah. Anyway, that's been my I, read I, on this progression. Yeah. That makes sense. Man, they're kicking a field goal, fourth and one. That's such a cowardly move there. It's so cowardly. It's, it's beautiful. Gotta love how cowardly that is. We want to keep this close. Where were you guys, speaking of cowardly moves, where were you guys on the commanders not trying to win the game going for two last week? Oh, I thought that, that was, was super cowardly. That was incredibly cowardly. We, yeah. Against the, the Eagles? Like, I get it if you're playing the yeah. Broncos or something. You just want to, like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go toe to toe with you with another possession or drive, but come on. Well, they were so lucky yeah. to be in that position anyway, yeah. right? Like, they kind of had the, the last minute drive sort of thing. And, like, just, 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 Put the dagger in, end it. Yeah, I mean, the announcers are up, like, the casuals, the announcer ball are always saying, if you're an underdog and if you're on the road, that's when you do it. They're massive underdogs. They got out to an early lead, and then Philly pretty much outplayed them for the middle half of that game, let's say, like, second to, and third quarter or whatever, where they went from, like, Washington seven point lead to Philly seven point lead. They kind of outplayed them by like fourteen and tilted the, the the game, but Washington stuck with them enough that they were within distance to score at the end. Go for fucking two. like it's the most obvious situation to go for two. This team is playing better football than you because a lot a lot. My point is the underdog thing can maybe be thrown out if on the actual day of the game you feel like your team's actually playing right with them. But I think at that point you could pretty much say for the previous like two to three quarters Philly had been pretty clearly outplaying them yeah I mean even if you're gassed I don't it it doesn't all timeout I don't even yeah I I mean I don't have a timeout get a better conditioning program I don't know figure it out (laughs) figure it out man what is what does being gassed mean for your probability of converting one play like yeah, uh, Zach makes a great point. So are the Eagles. Like, they're tired, too. My thing is, like, yeah, like, going to overtime, I don't know. You're, you're definitely a bigger dog in overtime than on one play to score from two yards, right? I the so. the two-point conversion league average is, like, 55%. You're gassed, so maybe you're down to 45%, but I think you're 40% in overtime at best. Like, you're not they as good as the Eagles. game penalty, push the ball back five yards, and do the play again. Get then you're – <laughs> then you're really adding some problems, but yeah, maybe. Yeah. Kevin Cole talks this, about this a lot. Like people often is just like, if, this, if you did this, you'd get to go to overtime. It's like, the point is not to go to overtime. The point is to win the game. So I'm going to overtime yeah. to play the team who made it to the Super Bowl last year and has the most explosive offense in football. Love, yeah. love that for my team. Yeah. And I mean, right, even Sam if they're tired as hell, they just scored on the previous play. Like, there's a little bit of an emotional, you know, boost there. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe they just would come out really flat on the ensuing snap and they would just get absolutely stuffed in the backfield and they'd lose and it would look terrible and everything. But not much worse than it looks to go to OT and not look good on the first drive and then give up a field goal drive and lose. Like, they had, a, what, a three and out? And then the Eagles just moved right down the field and kicked a field goal. And that was, I mean, congrats. That. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just going to bring 
bring this up. Uh, Pat, were you secretly rooting, rooting for a, another Sam Howell meltdown there to get us closer to the Jacoby Brissett whispers? Because I think Howell's leash is a lot longer after that game. Yeah, that was not good for my take. Luckily, <laughs> I was arguing with Sean about uh, Howell, Kenny Pickett, and Desmond Ritter. So I think I'm <laughs> feeling generally good about my – uh, those guys aren't the key to the season take. But Howell, who I was probably most adamant on, was uh, is looking pretty good. Like, I, I think he's making me nervous. He He's both, like, kind of as bad as I was worried he would be with taking sacks and everything. And we saw that in the Bills game. But when he's good, he looks really good. So, yeah, he, he's going to have to melt down probably two to three more times to, like, legitimately get rich. Uh, yeah. he's, he definitely has a leash. I, I, I would expect – although, again, like, my big thing was why am I going to build my teams around a quarterback who might not be playing in the fantasy playoffs? So, like, if he gets benched even, like, week 15, I feel like I, I win. But it, it's going to be a while. If he gets benched, it'll be a while from now. Um. Shout out to some of our super chat kings here. Bindles, don't go chasing walrus balls. Uh, Tyler, another Rojo bites the dust. Uh, yeah, Daily Rojo. Uh, for the new people are old enough, probably think that your handle references Roshan Johnson and not even Ronald Jones, Pat. Uh, Who's Ronald Jones? Oh, come on, man. Don't do that to me. What I what I don't know if everyone in the chat is a um, no suspension law. Uh, if we have any suspension lawyers in the chat, uh, is, is Rojo able to serve a suspension as not on a team, or does he have to get signed by a team and then serve a suspension? I like, think he, he already served his suspension. Oh, and now he's been cut? Okay. I thought I thought he was on the, the Cowboys practice squad and then was cut or something. I don't know. Is that what it, Okay. I'm sure a ball nowhere in the chat. I was just worried there. he was forever suspended because no one yeah. was on That's hilarious. All right, Sam. Can we get a first down? Jeez. No, but we can get we can get a rushing yard. Yeah. We'd only need twelve more. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, the Bears D actually looks good. Like they're stuffing Brian Robinson too. They actually look good. Yeah. This is this is worrying. The Bears. The one time are... I got on board with Sam Howell. Yeah. The Bears are prideful tonight, guys. They blew a huge lead on Sunday, and there's a couple ways you can come back from that. And this is the – we sent Chase Claypool home, and everyone else is playing way harder because Chase Claypool is no longer a part of the team bump. That right <laughs> motivated now. everyone. Was Chase Claypool – because Chase Claypool was part of, like, the Juju Steelers TikTok phenomenon where everyone was like, these guys, all they care about is making TikToks. I should do a little research here. Was what? was Chase Claypool you know was still, gr- still grinding TikTok through all of this? Maybe those guys should have spent less time on TikTok. I hate to be a boomer, okay? But just look <laughs> at the results. Just look at what happened, okay? That's all I'm saying. Just yeah, look you're at what happened great. after they were on TikTok. It's not great. TikTok is, like, known to be – I've never gotten on it because <laughs> I've heard from the people that are on it that it's, like, hyper-addictive and it's, like, been – like, they've done studies and it's the most addictive of all of the is social medias, ruin- right? Careers is what is what people. It's, it's so ruining NFL players. August, so he he hasn't been distracted by TikTok. It's been a yeah, while. He's probably right. he's probably on it though. During, I mean, on the sidelines during games. Maybe that's what he's been doing during plays. The likes are blocked. Running. Otherwise, that would be very fun to see what he's liking on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, 
all those film shots of him uh, not doing anything during the middle of the play, maybe he's been, you know, flipping his phone out and we haven't been able to see from that angle and he's just kind of watching TikTok yeah. during, you know, during the snaps. Now, I know Joe Horn once hit a phone in the goalpost and used it as a prop after a touchdown. But, well, now I've – how many times do you think you did that before he scored a touchdown? <laughs> That's a good question. But that was great. <laughs> I loved that. All right, as a kid, I was like, this is the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It was. It was cool. I thought it was cool, too. All right, but then that's happened. So we know we know phones have made it onto fields. But has there ever been a player who's been caught just, like, texted on the sidelines? Like, I assume that would be a huge – right? They can't be doing that stuff. What are you doing right now? I was watching the video that – it was actually a funny TikTok. Chase Clay. He got pulled into like, TikTok. We're live on a stream. Yeah. TikTok's so addictive. He was getting pulled in. And then I got pulled in. Well, he had you. a photo shoot where he was in this cowboy hat and he Googled how long is typical to last on a bull. And then he wrote the caption they of gave me a cowboy so. hat because I only last eight seconds. Uh, and then he sent the, <laughs> the, the post. It was pretty good. <laughs> If you guys want, I mean, the shipcast in the future, the shipcast is just you guys watching us surf social media just quietly and not right. It's a watch along <laughs> to TikTok now. The thing about the three plus hour streams is we've run out of we've run out of content. It's week five. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're all out, we all out. we got now is TikTok. Don't 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 put this on me. Don't put this on me. <laughs> it's dirty. I saw that uh, pick of Davis. He's got the stash going now and the real long hair. Yeah. I mean, he's looking dirty. That's why this... they call him the Dirty Boys. Yeah. Impressive. More DJ Moore feasting. Oh, my God. That was a bad he tackle. He is really what? good. At oh, now I'm behind. Oh. Ooh. DJ Moore is so good. I want all of the people that argue with me on Twitter about DJ Moore for like 10 years and told me he sucked to – are you going to middle this, yeah. Gretch? Are you yes. going to Oh, one hundred percent. I was always going team to. because you said he was. We couldn't take him. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't think you really even want him on on your fantasy team still. But he's amazing. So there you go. I'm, I'm middle. This is the most interesting. Oh, everyone in my mentions tell me he sucks. I mean, you don't definitely don't even want to draft him. You don't want to draft him, but. I mean, the first three weeks he had like, I don't know, 30 total points. Like the point was he doesn't really have a, a legit full season ceiling. And then the last two weeks he's had these big spike weeks, which are awesome. And it's super fun to watch. This guy's trying to have his cake. He needed to. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what What did you guys end up with your DJ Moore uh, exposure in best ball mania? I, I drafted him because I believe it. I'm unlike Ben. I took him one time. I just didn't like his price. I took him one time, two times, maybe three times. I don't know. Not a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, you want my exposure numbers. Do you know how much effing DJ Moore I've taken since he's been a rookie? Like, and you know how many times I've literally had I don't had care to go... about your exposures last year, man. I mean, it's kind of relevant that I was, like, on Twitter, like, getting in, taking on the whole timeline, like, freaking Jon Snow, uh, every time he had a bad <laughs> game with Carolina. And people have referenced this. They know what I'm talking about. I, like, went there and just, like, I'm going to bitch about DJ Moore and, like, defend DJ Moore for 
I mean, he, I he think did I more built one up people a, millions of dollars last year too. I know. I think I, uh, I think I built up enough truth their status that I can say, look, I didn't think his price was great, and I still think it's going to play out that way. But it's super fun to see him succeeding. Yeah, but other truthers are allowed to rib you about it. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm you, just saying, DJ I, Moore, my, I had I had 10.4% DJ Moore, so comfortably. Everywhere. I even literally wrote that part of the reason I was writing about how bad his price was was I, I wanted to make the bet at a cheaper price, and I hoped that he would fall down to like the 6th or 7th round so I could draft him. That was in the piece that was, I wrote about DJ Moore. Well, I, I was real happy. Uh, I, I was all proud because I, I told you about my trick. And I wrote about yeah, this. Yeah, I was just going to roast you for this in your video. I was like, the only reason you had it is because you were so proud of taking DJ Moore first and pushing Justin Fields. That's right. Turn. A That's little right. tushy pushy of Justin Fields. A little tushy pushy <laughs> fancy. I should have called it the tushy foot. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I told Ben about it and he and it worked. It worked. When it, maybe your only share of DJ Moore is because I uh, did do that on one share and I was super pumped. I said you if you if you take DJ Moore, you gotta take Fields with him. That if you want to play DJ Moore, play him through Fields. Like and I stand by that too. I think Fields is gonna when if DJ Moore hits like this, like it's it's better yeah, for Fields, yeah. I think. I have seven point three percent DJ Moore, a perfectly cromulent, just enough to say he's slightly overpriced, but I still see the single one. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is perfect. That it's is perfect. You can middle it. Exposure. You, you can, can middle it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a bull. My I'm argument would be if you search bull. DJ Moore and my username on Twitter, you'll find like a longer list of tweets than a, like an, uh, a, a weekly version of, of stealing. Signals. Don't do a like, guy who's just I've trying written... to rake in that newfound X cash. Now that he turned <laughs> yeah. He's just trying to off. make money on X now. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Let's Daniel see has Ben's a genius. When more has a bad game, you refers to the 2023 take when more explodes your mind. <laughs> right. That's how you do right. It. This is exactly <laughs> how you do it. <laughs> No, you just chase it every single year. That's I why spend... I will wait again. <laughs> you chase it every year forever. Forever. I do think there oh should my... be, it would be fun if there was a rule, like every time you do one of those like condescending ass tweets of like, there were actually people out there fading David Montgomery. Like you should be required to post your entire set of exposures from Best Ball right. Media so that we can right. all be like, oh, look at all the fucking league winners you were fading to. Very picking dumbass. <laughs> it's like uh, so, I, such a fucking cherry picked condescending tone every single time every time every I was time like, i know you whiffed on a million things you jackass four percent four percent so i still look i i talked a lot of shit about dj Moore, and i still draft him half as much as <laughs> i didn't completely give up all right Four I mean, percent is pretty low. <laughs> I probably well, I was about to say a four percent Nashi, but I definitely don't. But I guys want to guess. I got a lot of zero percents because I only drafted a hundred teams. I didn't draft a thousand teams like you. I drafted six hundred ninety-three teams. You want to guess uh, my share of Nashi? Uh, how many teams did you say? I drafted well. I'm, I'm going to ask you to guess the percent drafted, but I drafted six hundred ninety-three. I'm going to guess you have 1.4% Najee. I'm going to guess it's under one, and I'm going to say 0.3%. You guys don't know me at all. 0.1, baby. Ah! 
I knew it was under one. Six ninety three means you would have had to have drafted seven times to get to get to one percent. And I was like, no, no way. No, I think I must have drafted times. him like. I think I draft. I think so. I have fifty dollars of exposure, and I honestly think it might be whatever that fifty dollar tournament was. I think I might have drafted him once. You must have yeah, drafted him. I drafted once. him once. Yeah. So I drafted. Oh my! Oh my God! He scored Holy again. He's so shit. good. Best player ever. God, I mean, I wish you guys knew were in on him as early as I was in on him. <laughs> it's so good. I'm I'm in on this bit now. It's a good bit. <laughs> I wish everybody would have been as a, a, a real DJ Moore hipster like me. It just got too cool after a while, and so I had to, you know. Should we should we um uninvite Dink and have Leone come on to talk about why DJ Moore was such a bad pick? Yeah, uh, why, why you couldn't possibly take DJ Moore over. DJ Moore and Brandon Ayuk. He was completely out on. Defend yourself, Leone. Although he can't. Where is that? It is actually deeply unfair. <laughs> He's not here. Christian Kirk, though, is uh, coming back, looking like a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk is one. Like, I mean, us, Leone and I taking the L on Calvin Ridley. God, we took that L way too quick. Uh, yeah. I took the L on that, too. Yeah. The, I also uh, did a little the, laugh the on Christian round, Kirk. Calvin Ridley drafters are going to be hanging a big L by the end of the season. Maybe. I think I think he could still get there. He's going to have some good games, soon. but it's going to be it's going to be like the they're going to be like a worse version of the Niners, right? Where they're going to like every other game is going <laughs> to be one of them, but they're not going to have as many blow up games as the Niners do. Josh right. Norris just tweeted: Has DJ Moore ever had a two TD game? <laughs> That's, that's tweeting through it the opposite of the way that I'm tweeting through it. <laughs> Justin Fields had to unlock him. Uh, it is crazy that for... this is definitively the best quarterback play he's ever had, right? Yes, yeah. that is crazy. All right, update from Drew Dinkmeyer. I don't know if uh, this was mentioned in privately. He said it'll be there soon. I may or may not have uh, timed my multi-tabling NBA best ball drafts great, so need to get at least one off the board. So uh, Dink will be here shortly once he's done drafting NBA best ball teams. Amazing. And he's <laughs> going to be drafting still while he's here. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a Davis Maddock homage right there. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm legitimately pumped for DJ Moore. This is great. Mm. This is cool. Mm. The One of the times that I was doing the Jon Snow DJ Moore thing was an island game. I'm pretty sure it was a Thursday night game. He went like, he only had like four catches. It was against the Bucks. And I freaking spent the rest of the night telling people they were wrong for saying DJ Moore sucked, basically. So, full circle. <laughs> he's, hey, he's scoring touchdowns on Thursday night. I will say, the, the take that I remember you had, Gretch, was you, if you did do DJ Moore, you wanted you wanted those guys together. You wanted yes. DJ Moore and, and Fields together, which is, I think, a, a pretty good take. Right. Or if if you if you want to play more, you could just play it through Fields, was sort of my point. Like, Moore's going to have some spike games like this, but if he's really, the, you know, the impact on their passing game people want him to be, that I think it's really great for Fields. In these last two weeks, it's been like field has looked way better because of it. Who's that? Curtis Samuel. Yeah. Curtis Samuel couldn't fight for a first down for our guy, Sammy Howell. It's, it's Do we have a good. single passing? First no. down? They don't have a first down. I don't no. think. You know, I don't think they have, yeah, you're right. as a team. Yeah. 
Don't lose the plot Actually, on DJ Moore. Will's right. I lost the plot on DJ Moore a little bit. <laughs> I distinctly remembered that I did get auto-drafted Najee in a bulldog. Not a bulldog, a big dog. Um, yeah. That I forgot I was drafting when I was at the dog park. First oh. down. <laughs> a terrible and, pass. Uh, <laughs> he tried to hit him in the ankles. And so I did just find that. So I've actually drafted Najee. <laughs> Hmm. Exposures are weird. There's like two different ways to look at them. Nice catch, Logan Thomas. Yeah, that was. We could really use a score here. So DJ Moore's stat line uh, right now, five for 137 yards and two TDs in the first 15 minutes. That's fantastic. It is tilting that I don't. I'm not benefiting from that anywhere because I've looked at all. Oh, that's a oh my god, Dotson! You got Pat. This you introduced oh. a new sweat to me. I didn't know Jihad Dotson getting tackled one yard short of the sticks could tilt me until tonight. Holy shit! <laughs> he got he got ragdolled down to the ground <laughs> too. Like that's a gimme. <laughs> Just dive for it. Cut back and dive like oh, through them. You know, go low oh. and and forward. Yeah. So with that dies, second down though, second and one. So they'll pass on the they'll pass here. Inside handoff. This is a, such a good time to take a I shot. I knew that was coming. Uh I know ball, guys. But our, our five uh our five pick pick'em has Brian Robinson at like four carries for three yards right now. So it's gonna need it's gonna need these rushes as well. <laughs> An up the gut rush on second and one is so cowardly. It really is. You can do that twice after second and one. If you're not a coward, you can do it on third and fourth down. So just take a fucking shot on second down. This guy knows ball. Let's see. Score. Yeah. The Gibson, yeah, the Gibson lower. Definitely no no rushing yards yet. He doesn't even play is the best part about that one. <laughs> I loved that one when he set it out because I was like, I mean, sorry, no, he play he doesn't get carries. They refuse to rush him. He plays like half the snaps, but they like. Well, that's why I like that you 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 like win either way, right? Because if they're blowing him out, they're just running Brian Robinson, and if if they're behind, like they'll just use him in passing scenarios too, right. and not give him rushes. In almost every game, their snap shares have been pretty close, and yet let's the, go. The, uh, here yes. we go, Logan Thomas coming through for us. Is Logan Thomas, our generation, Zach Ertz. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Travis Kelsey. <laughs> no, I, I would, I wouldn't do that to him. All right, we got a, right. a Raymond Summerlin tweet. A here. request for Raymond Summerlin's Claypool tweet. I feel like Tyler like pays Raymond to tweet something and then yeah, pays us then to pays pull us the tweet up. I feel up. like this yeah. is something that we're all part of Tyler's just like web of yeah, we're influence. just played here. Raymond Summerlin is a big uh, Dotson guy, so going deep. Oh, oh. <laughs> why did he throw it? I mean, you can leave that out to I hate when guys miss upfield on that throw because you can miss like wide there's no safety to the right side of this we're gonna get an end zone look here that safety's up 
you you have so much room to throw that to the right. You and he overthrows it vertically. Like there's you could have so much room to miss to the to the open side of the field for a long touchdown. Right. You don't have to you just you can loft it more and right. He can slow down and run underneath it and be moving yeah. like horizontally and then score. It's not like it doesn't need to be caught in stride at all. Ooh, bad. Uh Raymond's Raymond's tweet, uh, step one, cut Chase Claypool, step two, profit. Although, did <laughs> did the Steelers offense did they get better when they got rid of Chase Claypool? No, but they, they drafted Kenny Pickett. Just let it go, Pat. <laughs> the Kenny Pickett wounds. I mean, just let it go. It's I barely want no, to. No, I, I need to I need to take that L with you, Pat, because Talked a lot about Kenny Pickett. I man, even before his injury in this last game, I wrote up uh, a play where he had a really bad miss too. I mean, he was oh oh, 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 oh and a flag, dude. See, this is the chaos we're talking about. This is like the best Thursday night game we've had. Well, this is the most agonizing first down sweat. I don't know. Does a touchdown count? Does a touchdown pass count as a first it does. down? Yeah, it does. Yes. Yes, okay. it's an official first down a, in a NFL stats. That should count as a first down pass too. Fucking yeah, I don't believe it does. Yeah, too. I'm gonna I'm gonna go say it, send a strongly worded <laughs> DM to Rudman right now. Come on, Rudman. <laughs> Third and four, so it was holding. It wasn't it wasn't in uh, defensive pass interference, or it wasn't holding. What was it? Holding would have been automatic first down. What was the penalty? Third was perfect for us. It was offsides. Offside. I see. Uh, free play. So actually, how throwing it up into coverage like that makes perfect sense. They were oh just my why, God. Did, why did that flag get thrown? Was that offsides again? It seemed that like flag it came from the side right judge away. right at the snip. Yeah. It's either offsides or That'd like an elite formation. That's the only other thing it could be is like the receiver covered up the tight end or whatever. At the, yeah, that's what it is. It was them. They declined yeah. it. So it was. Uh, that must have been some type of illegal formation. Here's what I well, I hope Dinks is really enjoying those NBA drafts. About yeah. <laughs> I told him no rush, but maybe I shouldn't have said no rush. He's really <laughs> taking that to heart. I mean, if he wants to sub in for like another quarter, we do have yeah. two more to choose from. Nathan Yankee tweeted, you know you can drop Antonio Gibson from your fantasy team when it's third and nine and Brian Robinson Jr. is staying on the field. It's true. Why are you still rostering Antonio Gibson? Man, the the Bears. One loss to the Broncos was all it took. Welcome up. Leodi's on Twitter taking an L on TJ Moore right now. Is he? Leo's so quick to take L's. He's trying to get out in front of the mentions. That's what he's trying to do. This is what David Davis led the charge here. He Davis is you immediately. Yeah. That's the move. Leody says he quote tweeted his post from September 14th about being worried about these three players, Christian Kirk, DJ Moore, Rashad White. He said, if you would like me to turn the season around for one of your players, it's only a small fee. Amazing. Wow. Mm. Chips no, do Pollard. So, do Pollard. He should do Pollard. 
That'd be worth a small fee. Can I? Yeah, I, I would like him to be worried about JSN. Uh, please. <laughs> yeah, JSN would be a good one. So <laughs> you've turned on Pickett now. You're out. Who? Me? I my main point on him. I mean, I we always had fun with him, but my main point on him when we had real serious conversations was we didn't know yet. Was that like last year's numbers were obviously terrible, but that they like the EPA stuff was hiding some of the like turnover worthy plays that weren't like you know I've, I've referenced that a bunch where like some of his turnovers weren't even turnover worthy plays, um, and you know the lack of touchdowns and stuff wasn't great. I do feel like we're getting more and more information every time I watch him. I'm like. He's and he's he's making some bad reads at times that I'm yeah I feel like I'm ready to say that he's not good. <laughs> I never thought it was like a good prospect is my point. Yeah. In my sense, like he was never no one ever thought he was like a great prospect. I just thought he could be good in this system. They throw a lot. He had good receivers, but like I mean the the one he had this week I wrote about in signals. They ran a combo route like we've talked about on the last couple of episodes where like the front guy or, or the, the the first read was run to the front pylon. Second guy's run to the back pylon. It's a third and goal from the five. It, and they're down 16-3. It's a huge, like you need to convert this touchdown, make it 16-10. They ended up settling for the field goal. The guy going to the front pylon, there's two defenders on that side of the field. He's looking to that side of the field. This is like very similar to the first read stuff we've talked about. Both defenders go to the flat player, which is Allen Robinson, by the way. You shouldn't want to be throwing to him. And he he gets pressured and rushed a little, and he just kind of throws it out beyond Allen Robinson, out of bounds at the front pylon. It lands out of bounds like near the front pylon. And never really processes that there's – you should pre-snappy realizing there's two defenders there. There's no third defender coming. And if – once you see during the play, they both come to the front pylon. You got to throw over their head to the guy that's running yeah, the route yeah. in the back pylon. It's just like it has to happen like that. And if you can't do that, then you can't be an NFL QB. Like it's that simple. Like like you have to be able to. It's a blown play. The announcers, the color commentator, looked at it too and said, "This is a blow, a blown play. It's a blown coverage. Like this is a." Yeah. They yeah, also yeah. have like the worst <laughs> offensive coordinator in football too. They that do. like has to go. But you have to be able to take advantage of, of blown coverages is the biggest yeah. thing. Like one play doesn't make his whole career, but like you have to be able to convert blow like blown plays defensively. It's that's what his read should have been. And what I wrote was the only reason I can argue that he didn't do that was he made up his mind pre-snap that he wanted to go to the front pylon to Robinson. He was sort of already like that was his read at the line of scrimmage, and he wasn't reading the play out because you have to read the defenders. Like when they both go to the flat. If you just throw it away to your flat guy, you're not realizing that means the other guy's open in the, right. in the play. Fields designed rush attempt. Yeah, that one actually looked good. It did look good. Maybe they should do that more. All right, so how are we feeling? We got Cole Komet looking pretty good. We're one away there. Yeah, Sam and I struggling with our first downs, but two of them already. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. We had um, none in the first quarter, so I feel better now that we have two are on the board. <laughs> yeah, me too. And then Jahan, Jahan Dotson. We need oh, Dotson was the other one. Commit. Oh, there's Komet. Komet. Oh, let's Komet go. Great, great call, Pat. And Pete, oh. you, I think you double stamped that. I didn't. I was the one that was. I was like, all right, you guys love it. Let's do it. I didn't really like it, but I was like, whatever. 
Um, Dotson, I just realized that offsides bomb, that would have got him there. He would have got the 42 yards on yeah. that play alone. For sure. Well, isn't he number one? He's Wasn't one. that like Lauren? I thought that no, was the one, one in the, on the, the offsides. The one in the in the end zone was uh, Dotson. I thought that were the defender. Yeah, I thought that was there were two number two in the end zone. Yeah, that was the that was the deep shot that Howell overthrew was to. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That was Dotson. That would have gotten us there. The other one was Dotson. Yeah, and it looked Roy like John Johnson being evaluated for a concussion. Jeez, oh. Herbert's gonna have a. He's going big day. We need to start formulating our takes for our uh, halftime. Well, Herbert Herbert would be Herbert, pretty yeah. high on the list. Because what have we found in, in these? We right, we 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 got like the Wandell Robinson, like some of these really small. It's generally the trailing team, right? That hasn't had a ton of production. The numbers are really low for the skill position players. I feel like we've noticed that a couple weeks. Yeah. The, the one of the ones I would want to look at is like how will pass attempts. Cause I think the, if they're trailing, like they will throw a lot. Yeah. What, what did you just say, Pete, that you've noticed? Well, just like, remember the Wandell Robinson one, it was like a half yard or whatever. Yeah. So like the team that's trailing, um, the, the lines for their team are really light as far as like, and those were the ones that we've kind of jumped on. For sure. Some of the other things I've noticed is it seems like the guys that have, have gained a lot of yards in the first half, it's like it's not double their number. And the guys that haven't gained a lot, it's not it, – it's like it's predicting that the, the players that have con, like converted a lot of yards in the first half are not going to convert a lot in the second half. Mm. And the players that haven't converted a lot in the first half are going to suddenly start doing a lot. It's like, well, what if you just bet into the trends that have happened in the first half continuing – you know what I well, mean? Well, we like, did that with Laporta. And it didn't work. And it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. That was Florida. That, that was such a best. weird usage run out. Granted, <laughs> we're controlling that game, but. He looked so good in the first half. How do you not throw him the ball in the second half? It's crazy. They won comfortably, so it didn't work. Look at him. Will wants you to pound the table for the commander's kicker under. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I mean, look, it's 17-3. Good coaches know you got to go for two down, two touchdowns when you score the first one. Probably not going to get any extra points the rest of the way, you know? Mm. <laughs> I didn't I end up hitting. It was looking good. The Bears really do look a lot better with Chase Claypool off the field. Like, just get Equinemius St. Brown out there as your other dude, and you're good to go. We got to get point. him. My God, he's so big. I remember when he was like so small. Yeah. He got big. What a good, good boy. boy. How's he's Murphy like in San Diego? He loves it. He likes all the smells. Have you taken him to the dog beach around. at Ocean Beach? Uh have and no, we haven't taken him to the dog beach at Ocean Beach. We've taken him to the dog beach at uh on Coronado Island. Oh nice. Which is really nice. He he's like it's so funny because we, we, when we let him off leash, he like did this like bark back at us, like that we somehow wronged him. Like I think it, I think what it really was is that we had to walk down the beach a little bit so he couldn't go off leash right away. But there's this feeling of like that he was like, this has existed on this fucking planet 
Yeah. <laughs> been here until now. <laughs> That's the first time. That's the Coronado how Island's so nice. It's so nice. Did you not know that I would like this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> been holding out on me. <laughs> That's how it felt. Look at me. It. Look at me in the eyes. I like <laughs> this. <laughs> If you find out about other things that are like this, <laughs> take me. Make, make sure I get a go. Yeah. Great. He, he had a blast. We need to take him again uh, pretty soon. We're going to um, – Brittany's brother is getting married, so we're going to Florida this weekend. And uh, so Murphy's – we're going to have a dog sitter, so he's going to get to meet another family, and they've got a dog, so ho hopefully that goes well. But I, I think he'll love it. He loves other dogs. I love th this has been your uh, underdog fantasy dog moment of of the week. <laughs> <laughs> that was Peter, that was part of the deal. Realizing I'm still full screen. Sponsoring, just... <laughs> they required one dog showing <laughs> each episode. <laughs> While we're while we're talking dogs, by the way, you guys have heard me mention it. We talked about it on the Swolecast. They are doing the dog bowl promo again this week for every four dog bowl entries you do, which is the qualifier for the live final in Miami. You get a fifty dollars bonus cash, so it's essentially buy four. And we just hit the commit higher. Come on over, is. let's Boom. go. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to chase the deposit kingdom, shout out to our guy Chris G, OG, uh, ship chaser, deposit kingdom. Uh, yeah, man. Member punched his ticket to Miami this week. Let's Chris go. G loves Miami too. Like, I, he's talked yeah. about Miami glowingly. Like Chris G getting to go to Miami is just so. Did, when, when we were in Vegas this year, weren't we talking about like being in Miami next yeah, year and yeah. like drafting on a party yacht in Miami? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't been firing at the dog bowl because I was like, you know, I got got a right and stuff. I was like, am I really gonna try to book a Miami trip? If, like, why fired a thing that I might be like. Uh, but as soon as I found out Chris was going, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire at this constantly. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire this constantly. So Chris, Chris influenced you. Chris, yeah. Chris is an influencer, dude. <laughs> RKD said, uh, "Chris in Miami is going to be so lit. Nut outcome for underdog. <laughs> it's it's true. It's actually really good outcome for that." Yeah. You guys get so fucking spoiled with me producing Chipsy. I leave Pat on full screen for like an extra four seconds too long. I've tuned Good into Lord. a Liam's stream where he's left the exact same chat comment up for 60 <laughs> minutes. You fucking entitled chat rats. Get out of here, Chipsy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who said he was multi-tabling NBA drafts while watching us uh, is upset with my uh, my directorial skills over here. <laughs> Speaking of multi-tabling NBA drafts, uh, Dink. Yeah, yeah Dink? Oh, Dink says he's backstage now. There he is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Dink. I had I had the game broadcast over the hopper there. I didn't see you down there. <laughs> I've only been here since like the ten minute mark in the second quarter. So. Oh, that's fantastic! Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh how's it going drew I, I just assumed you were so dialed in watching your bears just competently move the ball oh, yeah. down the field that you couldn't bear to come on here 
it was a challenge about whether I should come on and disrupt uh, the first flow of offense that I've seen in the entire Justin Fields era. So, but we're gonna <laughs> roll the dice and see if it can uh, if if I'm I'm the gatekeeper here to to unlocking the the Fields flow. But it's been what it's been say? nice. He's get he's getting the ball out on time. It's crazy. Yeah. When you, you say the entire the... Justin Fields era, do you mean your entire life as a Chicago Bears fan? <laughs> yeah, there was a. Uh, it's it's very funny. I, I I'll, I'll ask around the room here. Who do you guys think? We can start with Pat. Pat, who do you think the best Bears quarterback of my lifetime has been? <laughs> I got Rex Grossman. Jay Cutler. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna go Josh McCown. I'm, I think Josh mm, McCown is the best <laughs> you guys had. So my answer, my answer would be Eric Kramer, which is. Just, I mean, it's just a devastating answer to, to <laughs> Rex got us to a Super Bowl, but really that Bowl. was a lot. That was a lot of Devin Hester and a lot of the defense that kind of got, got them to the Super yeah. Bowl. Uh, Cutler was the most excited I had been about a quarterback until they drafted Justin Fields. That was pretty short-lived because everybody hated him within like a year and a half on the team and in the fan base. And so I think Eric Kramer had the most sustained success, which was like two and a half years. Of decent quarterback play, literally. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm 41. By the way, this is not like a short lifetime that I've had uh, of quarterbacks here. So yeah, it's been. It's I just been looked it up. He started uh, across five seasons with the Bears: five games, sixteen games, four games, thirteen games, and eight games. And you remember yeah. him more fondly than any other quarterback. No. It's crazy. <laughs> I think there were like two competent seasons there, and that's more than anybody else. So yeah. <laughs> That's rough. The tough, the tough and life. I Google him, and the first article is about him committing suicide. Drew. Oh no. Ooh. Yeah. Oh no. Well, I Googled Eric Kramer spelled the wrong way, and it was a bunch of LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> Jeez. Eric Kramer piece. passed away. That's sad. Yeah. Brutal. I did not did did not know that that was the uh, the end of the story. Yeah. Sorry for the turn. Uh, yeah. No. no it, th it, this is you got the wrong guy, bro. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, I just oh, went to no. Wikipedia and it's got born. Oh, no. It doesn't say died on his Wikipedia, oh, and I'm God. looking at his stats and everything. Well, okay, on you here. tell me that if you think this article, Eric Kramer put a bullet through his head. This is what happened next. Oh, oh it should oh. be a tragedy. I got clickbaited. Oh by no! He attempted. Holy cow! Oh, all he, right. This story. He literally put a bullet through his brain. Oh, he shot himself in the head, but didn't die. Ooh! Holy cow! Okay, you, you guys read this headline and tell me you don't think that he, he died. Yeah, he it on it's on his Wikipedia at the bottom. Wow. Mm. Attempted suicide by running a hotel room several miles away from his home and shooting himself in the head. Yeah. Because of his inexperience Holy with shit. firearms, the shot failed to inflict a fatal wound. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Jeez. Oh, how pick. How you doing? Great. <laughs> Great. That's exactly that's exactly the contribution I wanted to bring to the show. So I'm feeling really great. I'm feeling really good about the few minutes I've been on. Yeah. I, I would argue Deke took us down a dark hey, We don't feel like you brought it down. Don't of. worry about it. We don't feel like that. Yeah. Oh, Deke, man. I'm, just, I'm the Sam Hal of this show. Uh -oh. <laughs> that makes you a very polarizing figure, I think. Oh, my well, God. Not for long. No. Now I lost you for a second. I got you back now, I think. We still got you. Yeah, okay. Um, were you so on How through that interception past the sticks? Do we get a first down for that? <laughs> <laughs> I'd take it.
<laughs> so, Dink, Leone's out here already taking L's on, on DJ Moore. Where were you on DJ Moore heading into the season? Uh, I mean, I was much more on Leone's side. The race to capitulation yeah. at this company is just really out of Leone control. Leone is split like, to the capitulation God. Slide. My God. I mean, I think Silva already capitulated on being too high on DJ Moore, and now Leone's capitulated on being too low on DJ Moore. <laughs> and I th- it, it's week... It's week five. This is outrageous. Right. Like, <laughs> my God. I got to say, man, like fellas. hearing Silva capitulate on Dalvin Cook was a good lesson. Like, I, I think as far as <laughs> boosting the subscriber numbers, engagement, it was good. It was good for me. <laughs> yeah. The race of capitulation is strong. It's been, I've just been watching the, basically the way that this happens is in the Slack chat, um, someone starts egging on the other people about their terrible earlier takes, <laughs> and then they get so guilted that the only release is to actually go to the public and apologize. <laughs> and and apparently this is our company's thing now. So uh, who knows? Who knows what's next? Which so is like really is logical and toxic than Twitter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's super logical and smart in an industry where we're making probabilistic bets, and you know, there's a wide range of outcomes, and we know that everything's kind of chaotic. Anyway, You're trying to win week yeah, 17 like, tournaments, right? Let's just every week pretend that like yeah. everything's been answered, and we all should have known something that we knew beforehand we weren't going to be able to know. <laughs> yeah. We're all so terrified of being identified as Vegas Dave that we just want to capitulate as quickly as possible. <laughs> I got I got tagged in a Vegas Dave tweet the other day, and his like he keeps running the same scam, but just adds like a zero to it every single time. <laughs> He's like, "This is like the you know plus you know minus sixteen thousand lock of the century or whatever." And it's just like every time the same screenshot and the numbers just keep getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> Incredible. That's the only way. You just got a Martingale, the the locks of the yeah. century. I need to see if I could find this. It is honestly incredible that there's still people out there who are are giving him money. I'll grab a beer. Um, Gink, do you still do you still like how like how big of a Bears fan are you? Will you watch the game? after we watch it in full like how much tape are you grinding here no uh, zero uh i i the only reason i didn't dm you earlier that i was in the in the backstage waiting room is because gretch was talking so much ball that i was so intimidated when he was talking about where you miss on the throw and i was like jesus i'm out of my element coming onto this show um so no i there's zero tape watching uh i would say i maybe watched two full bears games like start to finish during the course of the year and they're the primetime games and it's more for me it's like at least now pull ryan pulls the gm seems to have a little bit of a more reasonable process that, that i can get behind obviously the claypool trade was an utter disaster but the way they handled the number one pick this year i thought was fine and then they've got the, all this equity in the draft next year with carolina's number one and their number one that it's exciting to like dream about caleb williams and marvin harrison mm-hmm. jr or something like that but until they show, like, some, demonstrate some level of competence and stop hiring defensive-minded coaches, like, it's really hard to get invested in a team that hasn't been able to run out a competent quarterback in, in my lifetime. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I can't, 
it would it, of all the franchises too you know at least if you were kind of tethered you know leone tethered to the bills it's like they're now fun and you know being yeah. emotionally invested is actually you know a fun exercise but with the bears that just sounds miserable i also never lived in chicago so it, it's it's not like i have a lot of friends who are chicago fans that like yeah. i would engage with so you know i i grew up in south florida my dad was a chicago sports fan and that's why, why i was raised that way and so it's not there's not like a community aspect to it for me either. So it's, it's a loose string for sure. Well, Hey, we're all about getting guests with tenuous connections to the team that's playing on <laughs> Thursday. We had Liam on last week because he called the lions a dynasty on a podcast once this off season. So that's, Beautiful. that's the bar you have to clear. <laughs> to come he also here. called the bears a dynasty. He did. I, he did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> by by week eight, we're just gonna have people on that have seen a team play before <laughs> at some point. <laughs> From a truck stop, it doesn't really matter. <sighs> um, I did find this Vegas Dave screenshot that he sent out here. Uh, first off, congrats on the plus sixty five thousand units last night. Plus sixty five thousand. Great day. <laughs> Where do you get all the units? Where do you even find all the units? Yeah, is your unit one size K a penny? One K pays sixty five thousand. Five hundred pays forty two thousand on just two of the MLB playoff super goat parlays today. Congrats on the plus sixty five thousand units. I, I would argue your unit size is probably too small if you're able to win sixty five thousand units. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. If you're winning sixty five thousand units, your units are way too small. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> to send in your discounted <sighs> grandfather clause payment this morning. Once the game starts, payment is missed. The discounted grandfather clause voids out, and it's six k daily for the ultimate super goat bundle. <laughs> Maybe maybe, okay, all but... maybe all the subscribers were limited on like DK and MGM, and now all they can do is get down 65,000 units at a time. Speaking of thousands and thousands of units and Drew's modesty of saying he doesn't know ball, how was it to have uh, a week like you did very recently where you got more than 65,000 units into, into your accounts? Well, how? What's I mean, your unit size? Dude? Was that sixty-five yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I just meant you know dollars. Any anytime you can, you know, win uh, what what one seventh the amount of Pac Rain wins in a single night, uh, it's a good night. So you know, it's a, it's a good it's a good day in the streets. Davis uh, is out here chasing much much less than one seventh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Davis would have taken a podium won. finish in the poodle, you know, just to get up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's great. I mean, the 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 wonderful thing about NFL DFS and NFL best ball and whatnot is like if you get one weekend uh in DFS, one year in best ball right, or one team, uh, it can just it it's life-changing money. So uh it's different in other sports. Um, so it it feels incredible. It's a tough sweat when your team is out of uh pmr at the end of the one o'clock games uh because you just know that you're it's like how much am i going to lose from here essentially lose when you know you haven't really won anything but how much are you going to watch the contest winnings drop um but it's it's great and it's one of those things that frees you up a little bit to i don't know you you win something like that and you you tend to play a little bit looser in in a good way um like you're a little bit more confident in playing contrarian and different things like that even though the team i won with was fairly chalky um but it's nice to get ahead of the sticks early in the season <laughs> like you you have a, like a 
you know, tough six weeks to start the season and the NFL numbers in terms of what I'm outlaying capital are much larger than other sports, it, it can start, you can start to feel it. So it's nice to play from ahead. I feel like you must've had a really tight core that day because I saw you atop the leaderboards in a bunch of different contests. Were you running like very similar core across everything? So that just, that w was one of my main lineups. So that same yeah. lineup was in like everything. So, okay, uh, so it was just that lineup. I hand build five lineups each week. And then generally in MME, it's not super tight. The Sims have actually gotten me a lot tighter in terms of yeah. what I'm playing. Um, which is tricky. I need to still kind of figure I'm still, I'm still tinkering with my process on the sim stuff. Cause it's all new to me as well. Um, but yeah, it was just one lineup that I had that I had in everything. So that's like the dream is, you know, one of your hand builds that you have in everything is, is near the nuts. That's what I've experienced with the Sims. It was like week two, the lineup I hand built, the Sims loved, and it was like the best feeling in the world. And then like last week, it just hated everything <laughs> I built. It did hate everything I built last week. And I yeah. and I had a yeah, I had like two lineups that if I just mashed them up together would have been amazing, but I didn't. I, yeah. I split them up and then married them with other dumb pieces. <laughs> yeah, I was. I felt sim I felt similarly last week where I was like, uh, some of the stuff that I like from a GPP perspective that's off the board is like not going to project well. So I know the Sims aren't going to like it. I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. And some of it I was right on in terms of like HN. Some of it I was like really wrong on. Um, and it, it's just, it's, it's the nature of stuff that Sims still did pretty well last week with like Kieran Williams and Nakua wanted to just jam mm -hmm. in everything. And that ended up being the nut combination. It's going to be fascinating to see this week from a projection standpoint, how the Rams are handled with Cooper cup full practice today. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's such a hard projection to do for Puka and Cooper cup yeah. this week. Yeah. I don't envy our projection team on that front. You don't get situations like that um, in the NBA very often. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's like, you, I mean, Puka would be comparable to maybe the Jeremy Lin run, something like that. But like, it's just, it's very unusual to see somebody that coming into the season, you would have projected for maybe like 8% of targets or something like that, getting 30% for, you know, the first month. Well, so and, and I think really it's being really efficient too. Yeah. Because your great. runs yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's very specifically the stuff that cup was doing before he missed this time. It's like, he's obviously getting, I mean, I don't know if it's the exact role or what, what have you, but he's obviously getting a lot of targets that you would expect cup to come back and get some of that. And so, I mean, I think they're going to eventually learn to coexist and, and, and both be good. But I, I do, like I wrote this week, I think it's possible that as they ramp cup up, they only play cup partial snaps and it comes at, Nakua's expense like they kind of tag team the role but then by the time cups up to 100 percent, they'll have Nakua basically playing a different role but as a rookie he might not be practicing the other receiver roles right like they, mm -hmm. they kind of have different roles in the offense I I don't think that's likely I think that's a, a, a lower likelihood thing I think they'll probably be out there together a lot but that it's possible that they're sort of like not out there together on a lot of snaps because they're kind of both playing the same role that would be weird, but I, I'm just throwing it well, out. What so. about, like, I'm actually a little bit worried about Tutu snaps, too, because not that anyone cares about Tutu that much, but, like, Van Jefferson, I think, is going to play too much. Like, they're not going to just take Van Jefferson off the field entirely. Like, I, I know he sucks, but he runs He's been, he's been he on the field? I didn't even realize he's been on the field. Nonstop. 
that's yeah. that's that's impressive because my best ball portfolio has plenty of Van Jefferson, and I look at the box score each week, and it doesn't look True. like he's on the field. It's NFB so, MBS, like the exact yeah. same yeah. situation. He's out there, man. But, I, first but he's going to stay in. out there. It's going to be tilting. There we go. Passing first down go. on the last play of the half. Come out. I could be big for us. I kind of wonder. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about this. I kind of wonder if one of the guys that's actually hurt more from this. So at well. Atwell or Jefferson, I was thinking, would be kind of treated the same because they 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 stretch the defense and they they bring yeah. an element that is going to kind of force things. I actually think Higby, Higby. I wonder if he could really be severely impacted where they just decide to add more kind of max protection type situations and leave Higby in because they don't need that area of the field congested with what Higby does compared mm-hmm. to what Nakua and, and Cup do. So that was kind of one of my first thoughts of like, I wonder if I wonder if he's going to take a little bit of a backseat more than people are expecting because people are going to be focused on the wide receiver stuff. Um, he had nine so, yeah. targets last week too. Like yeah. that that's going to come through. coming off of coming off. I mean, they just paid him a ton of money, so maybe they're trying to make sure he he got used. But uh, coming off of, he was questionable on the injury report too, so it was yes. pretty surprising. We just got uh, a think, I don't know first down, but we're sweating Sam Howell first downs tonight. So yeah, I, I, I drive right. Yeah, I saw I saw the first downs that you guys were sweating, and I was like, "That's a that's a bet that you can make out there." So <laughs> yeah. shout out to Underdog. Yeah, for, you, you uh, got to know ball to, to, to play it. it unfortunately, yeah. you got no ball. They, they, <laughs> yeah. they, uh, there's a little quiz before you can put the pick them in that you know ball. <laughs> it's like the robot thing. I think yeah. Ben Jefferson yeah, probably goes off the field long term, right? Like it's got to be a Puka Cooper Cup two two Atwell three wide receiver set. There's that's a- that's what we would think. But what we would think is often wrong. So I'm kind of like, what's really going to happen? Because what's really going to happen is probably Van plays like 45 to 55% of snaps. And we're like, get him off the field. This is ruining stuff. Right. <laughs> like That seems like that just like feels but, in my heart what I know is going to happen. He's been in the like, what would you call it? Robert Woods role, right? I mean, is that right? I wouldn't say it, that. Hey, guys, okay. let's. Let's let let's do these uh, pick them here before yeah. Dink. Definitely stay with us as we. Uh, yeah, we just, there's some really up. interesting one on the Bears. Uh, like DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Higher. Ten yards. Yes. Yeah. Done. Ten yards. Well, let's do the Sam Laporta thing again. I'm all in. <laughs> Sam Laporta. <laughs> Cole can do passing yards. Or no, it's five and a half yards. Uh, sure. What and did you so... want, Pat? You wanted the Sam Howell pass yards is big he's at 70 no yeah i wanted attempts but that's big let's let's do um do they what have anything b-rob rushing yards I, yeah that's good I, well they're down 27 to 3 yeah i don't know how how much he's gonna be on the field okay what about um khalil herbert rushing you like the under on b-rob rushing yards i do dink yeah i kind of like that too you know ball yeah. um <laughs> All right, they just anytime you take an under, you, you know, ball that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, which one were we looking at here? Khalil, Khalil Herbert rushing, man, he needs a lot. That's, that's, a, lot. Number 50. that's a lot, yeah. They definitely lean into the game script stuff here, but I mean, I think on Washington's side, some of the receiving stuff they're gonna have to throw a lot in the second half. You mentioned Howell's numbers high. What but about Terrell? If you're doing the DJ Moore over, you should do fields over. I mean, he only needs 50 yards or something like that passing to get over that. If you're getting 10 from DJ Moore already, I don't think you can. Cor- and it just can came down. Like oh, can you not correlate? 
I think some of the passing and receiving stuff that it's the I same you stat. Can. You, it's no, hard you can to do. We can we can do that one if we want. You to can't do that. like completions and receptions together, but maybe you can. No, do no, no. But I'm saying we could do Fields and DJ Moore oh, if we nice. wanted to do that. What, what do you guys what, think what, about what the Gibson need? receiving yards? Twelve yards. I like the Gibson receiving yards. Yes, Gibson's a great one. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice. Especially if you're game. doing Robinson. Yeah. Anything AJ else Terrell like? tackles is what I wanted to say. What it was, AJ Terrell. What? He's a two, and he's only three point five guys. He's only three point five. Terrell, Terrell Smith. Smith. Oh, that's Terrell Smith. <laughs> Who we I don't even remember. Quarterback the guy out. <laughs> Ter- what? I don't even know what. Well, I hey, put in the it was TJ Edwards. TJ Edwards. They 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 want Cole Komet. If we are gonna do fields, throwing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Komet, yeah. Cole, yeah. do it. Do yeah. it. Let's do it. Okay. I'm feeling frisky. Still we're, we're we're just saying the Bears are gonna come out throwing up 27-3. They're gonna just try to run this game. I mean, they got they actually they got I, hot I, from behind I, last I, week. It's not out of the question. Yeah, I actually I actually think they're they're throwing the ball so effectively and Fields is in rhythm. I I don't think they're gonna completely take their foot off. I the agree. Gas. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of benefit to like, there's a lot of benefit to keeping him feeling confident and not, not, not letting the game get close enough. Let's do, let's do a lower on Howell. That's such a big number of passing yards there. All right. Let's, I'm, I'll bet against Howell. He's about to ruin our first downs. I do really like that Comet one. What were the three if we do just like a a smaller one? What was the other favorite one you guys liked? Gibson. Uh, Antonio Gibson's receiving. Yeah. You want? Let's do that one. Let's That's do a tighter one here. I love that this is uh, the, the, the anti-correlation over. Yeah, yeah the, and the, and the how one. Yeah. But it, it kind of makes sense. It actually kind of does. It, yeah, yeah. If Howell's, which, if Howell's which, by the way, down. that type of stuff is often not priced correctly on books in terms of like this is obviously they're all priced the same in terms of the 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 uh you know standard payouts here the three times the six times so on but oftentimes that stuff is not priced correctly on books and you can get like outsized numbers on stuff when you do stuff like that when you do things that look like they should be negatively correlated but as you guys alluded to if hal is checking down a lot to antonio gibson it's probably a harder path to getting a bunch of yards uh the the algorithms will often treat those things as a negatively correlated thing when they're a little bit more neutrally correlated Mm. so what how are you saying are you but the the numbers are static for each individual one, it doesn't right apply right to now. this yeah, it, doesn't it doesn't apply, apply to this oh, oh, i'm yeah, saying yeah. i'm saying on like a FanDuel or DraftKings caesars like sometimes the the single game gotcha. parlay stuff will the algorithm will kind of freak out um and give you like a really nice number I on see. that stuff yeah that would be cool so if there's more dynamic pricing to how these fit together yeah because that really is the way that you ultimately beat these long-term, right? Is you are leaning into the correlation of how those interact. Yeah. And it's stuff that we're working a lot on behind the scenes with the data science team that we have is like trying to price correlation a little bit better so we can make, you know, perhaps more educated guesses at single game parlays and different things like that than, um, and it also goes into all the sim work and everything like pricing out the correlation correctly. But um, there's definitely like there there's like uh, I'll I'll give an example from last year. Uh, the Cleveland had a weather game at the end of the year last year. I think it was against the Saints, 
Um, and you could like parlay the over rush attempts for like Taysom Hill with the over rush attempts for like Nick Chubb. And the algorithm is just like, why would these two things go together? <laughs> and it's not factoring in that the correlation is the weather, that they're not going to be able to throw the ball. Other teams not yeah. going to be able to throw the ball very much. And so you would get, instead of like, it might be priced normally where the two might be priced at like plus 250 or something like that, you'd get like plus 320 on something like that just because the algorithm is thinking it's like a ne negative correlation. And they just have hard and fast rules behind of how to handle yeah. running back wide yeah. receiver basic correlation yeah, yeah. kind of thing. yeah. Is that the game yeah. that was like crazy run heavy? That that hit, that yeah. was the hit, right? It, yeah, we did well with that stuff last year. Yeah, in that specific game, there's you'll get a you'll get I a game or two like that this year. The Saints only threw 15 passes in the whole game. They ran 39 times, <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the Browns ran 34 and only threw 31. Both and I think I think pass. game this week because the Colts I, had a lower pass rate on pass rate of expected on first down than. Both of those teams did in that. Game. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. The Colts. The Colts last week. We took it. We took an A rich over on attempts last week, and the PROE chart on like the Colts this year. It's like positive six percent, positive three percent, positive eight percent, negative twenty one percent, and we're like, of course, yeah. the time we bet like the yeah. twenty eight and a half attempts, yeah. and he comes like three attempts shy or something like that. And we're like, God, minus forty uh, percent on first down. Yeah, yeah, insane, it's ridiculous. Uh, so set set cards in in chat commented like it's plus three forty for that parlay on DK. I don't think three forty would be the normal price on just a two. That I, I'm guessing both things are priced at like minus one twenty on DK. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yep. Like how that. much? Uh, how much are you doing like props and stuff on on Sundays? Are you because I know in the NBA streets you guys do <clears> a ton, right? Yeah, I mean, we do, but I can't bet anything. So, um, like, realistically, we are moving lines so quickly that if I was trying to bet anything, even if I, like, timed out, like, I'm going to, you know, count to 10 before I bet or whatever, it's either gone or I'm or I'm a flagged account that's going to get it gone for everybody else. So, um, it I can't necessarily – what I'll do is I'll bet some of the stuff that our team didn't – approve of because we have like a committee <laughs> process essentially yeah. but that i liked um i'll bet some of that stuff and then i'll bet some like i'll do some single game parlay stuff that i think is like correlations that are mispriced but in terms of how much i'm doing i would say like i on average might have like three to five hundred dollars out in bets a week. not not a not a ton yeah. in terms of do you ever bet sides and Totally oh, dude, I donk off stuff all the time. Yeah, like yeah. I, it's, I mean, the number of times where like, you know, live betting, I think I have a read on something that like yeah. clearly do not based on my live betting statistics. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's fun. And it also like, it, that you know, doing some of that stuff keeps longevity for an account as well. So I, don't I was going to say there's actually bonuses yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. All right. We will see here. This will, uh. We're gonna need some Sam for our so for our core entry, we need here. I'll pull this up. Uh, this is to unlock the four hundred dollar giveaway. We need five or sorry six first downs from Sam Howell, um, and then we and then need all, a 40 all the yards. That's a you're not in bad shape there. I think I would say it's in our favor. I would say you're in decent shape. I mean, Washington's getting the ball to start the second half as well. Uh, the Dotson side seems like the most challenging side of that to get but yeah. i don't think you're yeah. in bad shape at all yeah 
think we can get Drew. Through. What did you mentioned a little bit ago? Dotson has nine receiving yards, by the way. I don't know why that's not listening. Yeah. I was, I remember. Oh, yeah. Did I not refresh? Yeah, you're right. So he does have nine. He's not nice. okay. entirely missing out on it. We were talking a little bit earlier. You made a comment when we were talking about the Bears about um, thought they handled the trading of the number one pick well. What did, like when you think through the future of the Bears? Because I mean, I, I know you, you obviously understand team building and a lot of that stuff, and 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 like taking risk intentionally in that. What do you think is like a good path for them right now? Do you think it can be Fields? Do you think it's learn Fields draft? you know, learn what Fields is this year, draft a QB next year if it's not him because they do have two probably top 10 picks. Maybe we'll see how that works out. Yeah. I think it was, so a lot of my friends asked me, like, would you prefer that they trade Fields or trade the number one pick last year? And I was like, it's an impossible question to answer unless you have a really good understanding of how the league values Fields, which I don't think anybody does. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, with what they got for the number one pick, I feel pretty good about it. I also thought like last year's class of quarterbacks was solid, but other than Richardson, I was not, and Stroud's played great. So Stroud's made me look bad on this, but I, I did not think like, oh, there's a can't miss. And Richardson was not a can't miss. Like there was a lot of volatility alongside Richardson. So I thought deferring the quarterback decision to get one more year of information on fields and then have two picks that likely Carolina was likely going to struggle this year with a rookie quarterback with the skill position players that they're running out there. Um, you're likely going to get another crack at it this coming year when I think the quarterback class is uh, like, I think Caleb Williams is pretty close to a can't miss prospect. Um, Drake may looks decent. And obviously now we have Shutter Sanders as well in the mix, which we'll see if he leaves or not. Um, but there's a little, there's, I thought that made sense to do that in terms of like where they go from here these last two games of fields, notwithstanding, I think these are more of the anomaly than what we've seen so far. Um, his processing time to me looks too slow to be great at the quarterback position. And so if you can convince somebody else that Justin Fields talent is something that they want to bet on and you have a high pick next year, I wouldn't mind kind of switching paths and switching directions on things. Um, and I think that's probably the best route. I would love Fields to be the answer. It would be so much easier. But um, there's a number of, you know, there's a lot of evidence suggesting that he just, he he has all the tools, but he's not seeing the field as quickly as yeah. he needs to, to be great. And a lot of it comes down to where those picks land as well, because I think it's a lot easier to move on if they do get the number one pick. If they have Caleb Williams. Yeah, right you almost have yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, well, well. Let's let the one hesitation here as a Bears fan. I'm terrified because Caleb Williams has said, or they, his representation has said that he might not come out if it's not a team or an organization that he feels good enough about. I saw and that. this is like the NIL stuff. And I, I like, I felt like that was a subtweet directly at the Chicago at Bears. The I, was like, yeah. oh. I was like, I was like, I get it. Like, I don't blame you. Like, this is this has not been a quarterback friendly. But Chicago's a big market. I mean, that's it a. Is. It is That's a good place to land. Be, he would, I mean, the path to being like the savior of the franchise right. is very, very. I feel like clear. Chicago is, would be one of my top spots if I was. But a, I would, I would imagine that you'd want to see a different, you know, a, a different coaching staff, a different yeah. like. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So, who knows what kind of influencer it, is there, but. Yeah, obviously Caleb Williams is the best case scenario, the best path forward. If that's if you, if you were ownership and Caleb Williams had those demands. 
don't you think you would sit down and uh, you say, "Hey, Caleb, what do, what do you need to do to get this done? You want us to fire fire this guy? You want us to do that? Okay, done. Well, who else? You want guys, Brian? Pay? I don't even know what he does here. You want us to fire him? You're fired, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll whatever demands you have. <laughs> I think uh, I think our my knowing ball was just nullified. Oh, that was a pass. Okay, thank God. I thought yeah. I thought Brian Robinson ripped off like a twenty yard run on the first oh, play. <laughs> That's our, that's yeah, the, and then I mean, if you get if you get Caleb or that. you you get a new quarterback, you reset the the rookie contract window as well. Like that was part of the thing that was a interesting. I completely agree with you. We don't we didn't know how Fields was valued and what what kind of you know they obviously could get a lot for the first pick and what kind of trade compensation. It wasn't an apples to apples thing. Um, what kind of compensation they could get for Fields? At the same time, part of it is like even if Fields hits, now you got to pay him. Because his rookie right. contract is yeah, is, he's is kind closing. of wasted his window. Yeah, yeah. Right. The other thing, like, yeah, to your point about them getting good compensation for trading off the pick, like I don't know that Anthony Richardson would be good on the Bears. Hmm. Like he he's been very inaccurate. He's the worst yeah. completion percentage ever expected in the entire NFL. It's not close. Like all the red flags on him are were real. Like I thought they were real at the time. It's just like yeah, but he's so athletic and Steichen's smart. But like if Steichen you take Steichen smart away from yeah. this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And then he's just like kind of fields again. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been really interesting the last few years how, in in the cycles how these things go, but like how much coaching really, you know, does matter at the NFL level. And then like it's also the limitations will get re- revealed. I think we're seeing that on Daniel Jones a little bit this year, right? Like the coaching was able to like prop things up last year and then with an offseason to like really prepare for all the stuff that the giants were putting out there not being able to pivot to another dimension because the quarterback limitations is then kind of like oh you're stuck here and so it'll be very interesting to see how things go for anthony richardson in year two right when there's more of like there's more of a playbook out on how shane steichen and the colts are trying to attack and he doesn't, I don't think he has the same physical limitations. So hopefully, you know, he will continue to just be great. But I think that's, that's something to, to keep an eye on. Is that, was that enough for the Gibson receiving? Was that, yeah, we've got three first downs already passing this drive. Yeah. We're definitely hitting the first downs. Let's see so here. Where was he? He's at 23. Oh, Owl's going to go over the passing yards. I think that one's dust. It's still uh, he needed like 170. Yeah. It's a big number. He's gonna half. be erratic yeah. in this half against the Bears defense. Look at there he goes deep. Oh, they're gonna was, they're just gonna come out and flag. throw every snap. Oh, they got it. But that's great for our first downs. We just need. It's I mean, our four is looking pretty good now. What, what do we? It is. Does he have seven or six? What's he got? I think he's seven. eight. Yeah, it says seven. Yeah. He's got three. Wasn't he at five at half? Oh, he was at four at half. Four at four. Yeah. So that's pretty yeah, good for it's gonna, us. It's going to come down to Dotson for sure. It's going to come down to Dotson. Yeah. Yeah. But this, like, it's nice to see them have a little life coming out of the locker room here and being a little prideful too. This is this is good. This is great. Yeah, that was that was DPI shoved him right out of bounds. So they're going to score a short TD here and make it a 17 point game quick in the second half. Drew gets to start thinking about Caleb Williams as he watches the Bears blow. <laughs> this, this is this is the tough. I mean, the tough thing about them, you know, it's it's a very conflicted. I think this season is pretty dead, so it's a very conflicted feeling of like what what do I actually want to see them do at this point? Oh baby! Uh, oh, what wow. a first down for us! That's the first down. 
That's a first that is. down. Yes. I always knew that was a away. first down and credited as nope. a first down. I've actually nope. known it's from it. <laughs> My God. <laughs> that was great. I've actually known I mean, that to be a... honest, not knowing whether that's a first down is knowing ball. Like, no, that doesn't matter. You just got to score touchdown. <laughs> that was a nice drive by the commanders there. That was great. I'm going to get uh, Sam Sherman in my DMs about Logan Thomas now because uh, <laughs> I, early on in the season, I poo-pooed Logan Thomas as a, as a fab target. So Sam, is, Sam loves every gross player. Sam, I had no idea. The, the, tight end, the, tight end, the tight ends that Sam is throwing at me consistently because of route percentage, I'm just like, Sam, I can't with Durham Smythe. We've like reacquired <laughs> Durham Smythe now because I'm just like, fine. Fine. <laughs> Take Durham Smythe. I just don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> I got an argument about it, too. It's great. Sam and I definitely argued about Hayden Hurst route participation like within the last two weeks. That's, that's oh, a real conversation. 100%, 100%. Yes, I'm rushing to capitulate on Logan Thomas. I will be on Twitter uh, as soon as this ends. <laughs> <laughs> the second you get into the Slack, you're going to be bombarded. Oh, oh, Amazing. Man, well, Drew, we appreciate you uh, you hanging out with us tonight, talking ball. And uh, I want to make sure we talk about the Welly Maker. Uh, those people, uh, those of you who watch my DFS After Dark with Dink uh, Sauce talking about that. What are you up to uh, right now on donations this year, Dink? Yeah, I think we're up over twenty three thousand at this point. Uh, we are matching the first forty thousand uh, dollar for dollar in donations, so we've unlocked ten thousand of that forty thousand in match points at this point. We'll be running throughout the the calendar year, um, and every little bit helps. I mean, uh, it's approximately like forty dollars gives somebody water, uh, drinking water for the rest of their lives, and that's just one person. It, it really what you're doing is you're changing generations of lives because the water, it's a sustainable solution with uh, wells that are being built in these areas. So, you know, we've been doing this for seven years now. I think by, you know, the end of the, by the end of my career, we'll, we'll have done stuff where we're impacting legit generations of people and, and changing uh, the patterns and the opportunities for people, giving them opportunities for education, uh, for building businesses, all these things that you don't, you kind of take for granted in the U S that clean water is like such an integral part of life and, and living a healthy life. So uh, appreciate the platform to, to give me the opportunity to talk about it, but I'm really proud of the work that we do. And, and we partner with Charity Water, who's just an incredible organization. And they're the ones who do incredible work. I just am able to use a platform and, and leverage their incredible work. Yeah, and just to let people so cool. know, uh I donated the immediate week after I had a really nice DFS week. Dink, obviously heading this all up, had a nice yeah. DFS week. I'm just telling you the karma gods will come for you. Uh, if you make a, a welly maker, donation. I donated. I haven't won shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will say <laughs> I still, I still need to donate, uh, which I will be doing. But yeah, Pat has a I for sure. I yeah. donated last year. Yep. Yeah. There you go. There's a lot of there's a lot of good correlation here. So you there know, you go. consider it. <laughs> well, Drew, we appreciate you. I'll drop the link uh to the Welly Maker down below. We got it in the chat there. Charitywater.org slash Drew dash Dinkmeyer. Uh Drew, appreciate you as always. Go have fun uh capitulating on Logan Thomas tonight here. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right, we'll see ya. That is 
Drew Dinkmeyer, always a great time catching up with him. And uh, this game, this game could get fun. It, it it has been entertaining at the very least. It hasn't been a boring oh, game. Oh, sure. I think it's been. It's gonna get fun too. Mm. One of Dude, the best the Thursday Night Football games I can remember, <laughs> like not even I, this year. It's amazing because <laughs> it's twenty-seven-three at the half, and in most situations, twenty-seven-three at the half, you're like, man, this has a really slim chance to be interesting. But when it's the Bears, you're like, it's fifty-fifty to be a, a game. Like I. Kind of, you know, I might just want to go bet on Washington on the on the live money line. It's twenty seven to three. Like, what, what kind of odds could I get here? Because they'll find a way to lose. Yeah, this does feel like a, a a game that could be a tale of two halves. Just there was the Bears half, I and think then there was the Commanders. Not aggressive in passing, like Dink said. Though that would, I mean, this might be a little different than what they did last last week. Washington does look. Nope, they come out and they run a sweep to field. That was a I will say thing. I feel really good about grabbing that commit five yards in two spots yeah. there. Like that, oh, yeah. that was some low-hanging fruit. Yeah. God, famous last word. I feel good about our core. We just need Dotson, man. Just need Dotson. Just Dotson. And he was close on the one play, but yeah, they're gonna throw a lot. Like he's gotta come come through. We, for that. we need so many yards for Dotson that like the first downs are almost baked into Dotson. So we're covered. You know what I'm saying? Bro. Oh, for sure. Yeah. DK's taking credit for being one of the 19 people who were screaming Cole Komet uh, in the chat there. No, but he was screaming he, the loudest. He, he, he did have the all-caps lock. The all-caps. Yeah, he had the all-caps. Yeah. 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 I had a shot about Komet like 60 times. So they just did two designed fields runs in the first two plays of the second half. That's been a big talking point. Fields' lack of design carries. Um, interesting, interesting. They came out with a with a lead, and they're saying we're gonna do these design runs. It worked. I love it. First down. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're Sam Howell, it's kind of smart. Yes, with Sam Howell, dude. I, I think I might be. It's kind of smart to just like you know have a bad first half. Just have a bad first half. Like show a little life at the end, and then come roaring back roaring back and throw to Dotson for, I don't know, let's say 50 yards and just crush it. And like, that's how you keep this job because you got to give the people the impression that you like, or you're saying he's our generation's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. You really well, are. That's Ben said as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, just, yeah. I'm, literally, I'm literally just repackaging making a point, Ben. I'm repackaging Ben's point from <laughs> I, I love it. the very beginning of this stream. <laughs> you do, you're doing a great job. It's perfect. <laughs> We need to get them the ball back, though, early in the third. I want to see them make this a game quick. There's a DJ catch. Yeah, he only Just needed 11. What? Okay, so there's five. 137 in the uh, number, <coughs> 48.5. So, yeah, we'll be or one catch away there. Dodson has been so bad this year, Riley. <laughs> I was hoping he'd have a good game tonight. It's not been good. Yeah, yeah very bad. <laughs> What do you guys do you think do you think we were just too high on him as a as a player like what what do you attribute Dotson kind of stumbling to That's a fascinating one because he did not have a really great like targets per run profile there were some concerns ooh did he catch that did he roll his yeah, own Yeah it was it was 
it was one of those second half of the season splits arguments that those are always dangerous. Not that they don't always not have merit, but it's like it is a little bit. You're introducing additional variance, I think, when you. But he was very efficient as well. But the efficiency was sort of in the second half, but not overall. Well, with the TDs, you got it from like a, I was going to say from like a fantasy point. Like I know Sean, okay. for example, will look at like fantasy points over expected, and and yeah. thinks the TD should be included because TDs are valuable. And he did hurt his own ankle. Oh man, that's a bummer. So Roshan's out of concussion, and then Khalil Herbert just like Deontay rolled Foreman up on himself. Active. It's going to be Justin Field design runs the rest of this game. But, yeah, Jahan Dotson. Running back active? Yeah, probably Travis Homer. Right? And Sam's having a good night. God yeah. damn it, dude. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Travis Homer. I can't. I legit cannot. Like, there's so many takes. <laughs> I just, like, it's just landmines for me. Like, Travis Homer is – to quote Tupac, the last motherfucker breathing. He's the last <laughs> Across nine different communication apps right now, Sam Sherman is typing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Dude, all right. No one steal this idea because I'm pretty sure it's a billion-dollar idea. But here, it's a new app called Lapper, and it just lets you – it lets you blast out victory laps across all forms, across all chats – and with one, you don't got to go copy and paste. You just take a lapper. You connect lapper to all your chats. And you go, looks you like we're seeing Travis Homer tonight. Oh, Dude, that's God. from a sitcom. What sitcom is that from? Woof. They got it in the chat. It's a woof. It's from yeah. like Parks and Rec oh, or something. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I've I, I never heard of woof, okay? Yeah. I've <laughs> the same idea. I'm not oh, working off woof. Don't sue me, woof. What's it? What? <laughs> What what sitcom is that from? Oh, it's from the office, I guess. I remember the fax machine turns on. It's like it's everything. Like I probably watched that episode. That probably <laughs> probably did rip off. It's probably it was in the subconscious and I ripped it off. Uh oh. Yeah. Yes, Travis yeah. Homer and Kari Blossom game are the only other uh yeah. the only other running backs that are active. He's Blossom Game is the fullback. Um I think you got Doxy though. Like- Oh, yeah, sorry. Keep going on. I was going to say, well, he was really efficient, and typically that leads to more volume in year two. So it's actually, like, kind of odd. Like, where did we miss? Like, maybe he's just not very good. Maybe the the lack of targets and all this stuff isn't all that great. But my thing is, like, it's the longer-term trends that we have seen with the young guys that are efficient and earning more volume. Like, that's the thing that I would point to. Like, where did we miss? Like, the volume increases is expected and it's not coming and so it's like uh, go back to the lab on that a little bit yeah, yeah he he had 1.39 yards per hour on now by the way i was pretty overweight dots so this is one that hurts me too but it was just my thing was like i don't know how good he is but he's a first round pick he wasn't terrible he flashed some as a touchdown score he had a good stretch I think Howell will be fun. I think Jacoby Brissett is good. If Howell doesn't work out, I've got I've got another out at good quarterback play. And I think McLaurin is good, so it's not gonna like the defense is gonna be focused on shutting him down. I wonder if McLaurin being hurt's actually hurt him. Like if maybe McLaurin coming back to full health will help Dotson get there as like a number two. And he was drafted, you know, mostly in like the seventh round, maybe late sixth, right? Where like if he's just like a solid number two for this team, like that's a win at ADP. So 
I think we can still get there with Dotson. It doesn't seem like he's like going to be a breakout star, though. Yeah. Andrew says, Hal doesn't throw outside or beyond 20 yards, so it's brutal for Dotson. He throws to the middle of the field in the flat, so it's good for Logan Thomas. That certainly seems to be the case so far. Yeah. As Logan yeah. Thomas catches another one. Right. Over the the throw right yeah. in the middle of Logan Thomas. That looks like pretty good analysis. Yeah. Yeah, that um, actually right. is a good call. It is time to bring on the waiver queen herself. It's Steph Miller doing the Lord's workout here in the waiver streets, keeping our portfolio intact. Steph, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing good. doing good. I feel like we got some fun sweats here on tap for uh, the second half. How is your evening going? Pretty good. I, I joined. I tailed a little bit, so I'm sweating with you guys. Nice. nice. Which which one are you? Uh, the core one there? I have the core, and then I took something in the second half. I couldn't find all of them. I'm still getting used to the pickums, and then they appeared. So I ended up taking under on how. I'm not sure yeah. what kind of, I figured it was kind of, you know, hedging the first bet a little bit. So I got gotcha. Dotson seems to be what I'm most worried about. Like you guys are. Yeah. So Logan Thomas just caught a first down. Uh, he heard us talking about how well he's playing and then promptly fumbled it uh, there. Mm -hmm. So that was Look, brutal. Dink's going to have some fodder for uh, his conversation with Sam. Later. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we picked up Logan Thomas a few places and then did benched we? him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> For you guys, too, a couple of places. But uh, nice. we benched that. him most places, though, tonight. So don't worry. Okay. <laughs> what was Hopefully. uh It was, it was a, a light week, I would say, on waivers. What the big decision point was kind of Jaleel McLaughlin was kind of the guy everyone was wrestling for in most leagues. He was, and um, there was a big controversy, not controversy, but discrepancy amongst like his price and other and a lot of people's opinions of his price that I talked to and where he went as well. So uh, I tried to get your stat casing boys to bid a lot because they have no running backs, but they got uh, scared and... <laughs> that is not turning out so good. You know, they talked themselves out of it. So, um, throw one that one I'm a little scared about. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. We're, uh, we're renaming the show Courage Chasing next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to we had to jam in Roshan Johnson, uh, who's no longer playing in this game. Um, yeah. What what was your take on the McLaughlin stuff? Because like you said, the bids were all over the map. I know just even across all of our teams, people were pretty split on how to approach him. Well, I wrote a lot on him, actually. Well, I wrote some stuff on injury also because I have a little bit of a background in uh, kinesiology and sports injuries, in case y'all don't know. A few people here. So, um you know, just about ACL tears in general and sometimes some of the secondary injuries you see. So that always, whenever I see some stuff, it always makes a, a few things in my mind go off. But, I mean, it seemed like he took over most of the early down work to me last game, except that Perrine is the bigger back and was still getting a lot of the short yardage and goal line stuff. And I don't see that going away. Yeah. But – my main concern is just like, I think he'll be decent if he fills in, if, you know, Javante is out, but I don't see his value that much once he comes back. And right. I think the Broncos 
seem like they're going to rush him back or, you know, to where he's probably not going to miss much time. Yeah. So I was kind of on the fence, you know, maybe if, you know, I didn't want to spend a ton, but if you really were light at the position, then he could be a good start probably, except for the Broncos offense isn't very good. So, you know, (laughs) what was the highest (laughs) bid you saw on him across our leagues? Arlington was around um, maybe in the fives or sixes, but actually wow. uh, somebody else sent me from one of their leagues where he went like high sevens. Yeah, that's crazy. So he went higher other places. Am I crazier? Did I see today that um, – didn't Javante practice today? Yeah, he practiced, right? I was at work, so I have not seen that, but I would I'm not sure he did. Yeah. I was – I think. I mean, we didn't know this when we made the bids, but I. We weren't that enthused about Jaleel. We didn't bid that much. Yeah, I mean, most of my bids, I knew we weren't going to get him. The only one, like I said, I tried to push the one team a little bit more just because I thought they really needed to run him back. I think it's it's the perfect storm. I understand why he was that popular. We're getting at the point in the season where people are looking at their records. You have losing records. You're feeling panicked. Running backs actually getting thinned out. We see him score a touchdown. What, was it week one or week two? He scored a touchdown. Sean Payton likes him. You got Javante Williams banged up. P. Ryan hasn't shown out. The ambiguity there, I get why people got excited. And I do think the way we approached it was some basically price enforcement bids, just being like, hey, if something slips through the cracks, we'll we'll catch it, but we're not going to be the ones, you know, setting the pole position on these bids. Exactly. I mean, that was kind of my thought. It was like if we ended up getting him for, you know, some of those lower prices and awesome, but I wasn't going to break the bank. But at the same time, it – like there's how many more of these situations are going to happen and we got to spend the money somewhere and make moves. So it's kind of, you yeah. know, you're always getting pulled those few different ways. And I get, and I hear Did it. We from get him different anywhere groups. No, we didn't. Yeah. I think the biggest bid I put on him anywhere was, a, well, one of the teams, I think bid like two thirty. they upped it. The most I put in anywhere was about right at two. Yeah. I like two the way months. you said that Pete. Well, right. But I think it's yeah. interesting to think about, like, if the reason he's going to go big is people are starting to get a little bit desperate and some of those things, like, that obviously isn't uh, a positive about the way that we're looking at Jaleel McLaughlin, the play, right? Like, right. we're just saying, like, that's the the market dynamic. So, it, it, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not thrilled that we have none of him, but I, he went for a lot more than I expected him to. And so that's, like, that's the result but I'm like pretty okay with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. <laughs> like this seems yeah. like a good one sat out. That was my take before and two for the record. Like I, I thought we should kind of be, be very cautious and he went for a lot. So that's why yeah. I guess then how about you juxtapose that uh, Steph with Keaton Mitchell? That's another name that was um, decently popular this week. Did you write him up? Because I, I know I, I got did. like a fantasy life discord. I was getting a decent amount of questions about him where you have like similar ambiguity to a backfield, but maybe an offense that people are more excited about long-term right? in the Ravens. How did you handle Mitchell? Uh, I've written up him up actually for a couple weeks now. So I've been yeah. on him for a while. Um, I have him stored on one of my dynasty rosters. He's been on my IR since, I mean, the off season. So um, 
I've been familiar with him and watched him in the preseason, and I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, he was getting like six yards of carry even then before he had a shoulder injury. So he was showing some explosiveness. Um, he has some pass catching chops. So um, I basically, yeah, like you said, you know, he's coming off IR. I wanted to get ahead of him. So I wrote him up also the week before to try to tell people, you know, hey, this is somebody if you have space, maybe to stash because there is so much ambiguity on this backfield and we don't know exactly what's going on. You know, they're trotting out, you know, Melvin Gordon and, you know, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, you know, but none of them have really necessarily been the guy. He kind of has almost a similar skill set, though, to Justice Hill. So I'm kind of curious how that one plays out. Um, but yeah. we do have we do have a few shares of him, some places, yeah, and we got him for like a we got him like a dollar, <laughs> where people nice. were paying a lot more money. Um, we got him a couple places the week before, but then I also picked up another share or two this week. Yeah, I love that. So, I, that yeah. feels like a so situation that was something where, we were definitely on. Like Javante is going like he's dealing with the hip injury that he's practicing with, but you know down the stretch he. He's still on track to have a big role. Oh, oh my wow. Gibson. There it is. Boom. Good play. Gibson with a huge catch. I was hoping that was Dotson on the outside. I was hoping it was Dotson too, yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Steph, anything else notable from the waiver wire, whether specific players or just general trends that you noticed this week? There was a lot of – it seems like the last couple of weeks, people have just increased bids overall, no matter what the players are. Seems like uh, maybe they wanted to spend some money. I mean, also another one I saw, Michael Wilson was yeah. going for, but I mean, he's been, I've written him up for the last, you know, little while and picked him up for cheap a couple places and, you know, he's churned. But then, like, I saw him going for, you know, $500, $200 places also. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. The one, guy that still hasn't picked up except for our circle wandale still hasn't Dude, I, gone for a ton we got him in everywhere pretty much the week did before we? i'm pretty I mean, excited about on that, teams yeah. we didn't have him on but but still his price never got out of hand i was kind of surprised in comparison to some of the other receivers like i think the most i saw him go for was maybe like in the 50s but like i said some of these other guys were going for several hundred. Oh, single terry went for 500 by the way gretch wow i know Wow. Yeah, in one place. But I did get him for you for like 40 or 50 on a team you needed. But he was going, but he went like a lot wow. in the uh, couple places he was available, which I was surprised. Singletary's like a very, very unsexy, but man, the contingent upside is just so obvious right there if, if Pierce were to get hurt. I um, mean, my basketball bag is a prank. <laughs> uh, just to update the audio listeners here on our core, uh, Sam Howell has now surpassed uh, our first down. So nice call on that. Uh, higher than nine passes. That already got there. Now we're really just sweating. Uh, 20 more receiving yards from Dotson, who just catches a ball, gets us another yeah. one. Nine there. So we are seven, well eight, yeah. on our way. Yes, yeah, uh, right. What was the overall kind of uh, overview for our portfolio when I was kind of looking through it a bit of a mixed bag? <laughs> I don't know if mixed bag. Last week was not a good week. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we only had one team win. Okay, then it wasn't a mixed bag. I was just had all my. <laughs> that's a, that's about as optimistic as you can paint one team winning. 
There was a mix. Look close enough. <laughs> well, if you scroll down, I have a Scott Fishbowl team in that's eleventh overall, but that's about my best hey. news. Your hey, team's eleventh you overall. Yes, and probably, get, and I have DJ Moore on it, so it's going to be higher after tonight, probably. Nice, go get yeah. it. Yeah, hell yeah. I wish you um, was money. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> is this the week, uh, Steph? Because what do we have? What would you say we have like 60, 70 percent Brees Hall across our portfolio? Oh, probably easily. Is this the I, week that Brees Hall, Garrett be. Wilson, they make our teams great again? Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I've 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 gone the Brees train as well. You know, I I have a ton of Brees Hall on best ball, a ton on our teams. So yeah, well, congratulations! I mean, he's looked on good. Fishbowl team, by the way, that's awesome. Well, thank you. That's yeah, awesome. I mean, it'll be pretty exciting for uh, bragging rights, you know, and stuff. Yeah, and that'd be pretty be. cool to win it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You you gotta you gotta do us proud in there. I I somehow uh, got Puka Nakua on waivers uh, week one, and my team is still trash. I don't even know. Actually, I know that <laughs> my happens. team is trash. My team's usually pretty George solid. Kittle, Kyle Pitts. Not. That's how. <laughs> nice. My team sucks too. It's great. So my this first running. What's that stuff? I was gonna say my. I mean, I went very pretty hardcore zero RB on it. My first running back was Dobbins, and I'm still that wow i think i picked up wow. kieran williams i think like before he was anything major just on waivers just because i was taking him at the end there in best ball like every time once there started to be a little bit of smoke there you know that yeah. he was gonna have that role so i think that was my saving grace nice Beautiful. Um, well, Steph, you're absolutely crushing it here. Nick dropped this in the chat, the article to this week. Uh, for you audio listeners, it's Steph's uh, newsletter. It's called Fabulous Football. A couple of A's there for the nod to the waiver wire fab. It's a really fun read going through not only our portfolio and teams, but then just a, a macro view of each waiver wire slate. Steph's recommendation for percentages, in-depth write-ups, can't mm. recommend it enough, completely free. And again, we, we can't say it enough. Steph has been absolutely crushing it for us. Absolutely us organized. Um, seriously, Stephanie, you have you have added years onto our lives. We, we appreciate you very much. It's very true. I honestly can't recommend the the newsletter enough. It's, it's really good, like breaking down the, the kind of the overview of that particular week of waivers, who you should be picking up on. Clearly, We've been, you know, getting all these guys like a week or two ahead on our teams because Steph's been identifying them early. So if you want to stay ahead of waivers, this is out. Yep. Well, uh, Steph, anything else people should check out? Nick obviously has your Twitter. You are hanging out in the Deposit Kingdom. Are you chasing everyone to Miami too? You trying to get this this qualifier? I have not done any dog bulls. I've barely gotten into kind of the underdog dailies this year. I've done a little bit of the battle royales i they're fun though you know i've been playing a little bit less uh dfs so those are kind of you know i feel like you don't have to prepare quite as much you know it's kind of fun just to hop in the draft and not you know obsess over it's a snapshot of that particular and, and studying, like, yeah yeah which is nice yeah dfs well, is getting sorry Oh, I was just saying, you got what did you get last week? Sixth or seventh? I got sixth Royale? in the battle royale. Yeah, man. I was tied for six though. It was too chalky. I didn't scroll down enough, man. I did. You were uh, Davis. I was. I thought too. I was gonna have a sweat. I had like 
the, the nut rollout at the beginning and then nobody did anything in that last game. Cause I still, I had like a chain and oh, I had, what was it? Josh Allen and, and Diggs team. And then I had like Keenan and somebody else that did nothing like the sec that late game that was supposed to go off. And I was very yeah. sad. It's a big deal. <laughs> you really have to be, but it's an interesting tournament. Cause like you, like the scrolling down thing, like you need to hit someone that's going to have a huge game. But if you get that huge game and no one else has them, it really does create huge leverage. So there's, there's like a fun little strategy element to it. It's also like not complicated because there's like six picks. So it's both like, I think a high skill game and also, you know, you can fire them off pretty quick. So. And you feel how easy it, I mean, it's man, I feel it every single week and I've done played them a ton where you still feel anchored to the ADP. You're like, God, do I really have to scroll down when I could just select Brees Hall as my last pick in the battle Royale draft? Like yeah. that sometimes is a thing that happens and you're like, this doesn't feel right. But from a game theory perspective, you got to do it. Uh, Steph, well, as always, we appreciate you. Love you swinging by here to uh, catch everyone up to speed on the waiver streets and our teams. Any other uh, final words here? No, I think that's about everything. Uh, really appreciate all the kind words because I admire all of y'all's writing so much. So thank you so much for uh, giving me a shout out. And of yeah, I'm glad to make your lives a little bit easier. Very, I mean, that's an understatement, an absolute understatement. Well, Truly. Steph, we will catch you next week. You'll be here with us every Monday or Monday night, every Thursday night, catching us up on the waivers. If you have questions, hit her up in the Deposit Kingdom Discord. She's very active around all of those channels. And uh, we'll see you next week, Steph. All right. Well, good luck. Hopefully we hit some of these pickups. Yeah, let's do it. We'll see you next all time. Right. That core. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the core is uh, its all down to Dotson, guys. It's down to Dotson. Yeah, let's check in on some of these here. Um, so the Sam Howell uh, one is looking dicey for the second half one, lower 242 yeah. because he's been balling. Um, Komet still hasn't caught a pass. The Justin Fields one, we need a, a competent drive from them. They're kind of in conservative turtle shell yeah they, they're right getting now, tight they're definitely getting tight which is lower good for brian robinson's though. rushing yards there is good yeah so all we really need is and we already got the gibson receiving so we need fields yeah. to commit and more and that can that can hit for yep. for 2k that, i mean that's that that's pretty mean. doable yeah and then man uh, checking in on tj edwards here Higher than nine tackles. He's at seven. Uh, Brian Robinson is not going to get there on this one. So no. Five and a half. We could say. Oh, is that DJ? DJ Moore. Oh, DJ Moore. God. Fields Good just got Lord. it. What? Oh, no, he's he's called called out. He stepped out. Oh. How far did he get? What did they? What's the call? They're saying he stepped out, but I don't know when. That's still a good chunk, and we still need to get That's the still combat, a really so. nice chunk. Yeah. Where did he step out? I don't out? think he did. I don't think he did step yeah. out. I think it's a bad call. They got to stop blowing the whistle on this stuff, man. Dude, they need to put fucking chip in the ball, man, and in his cleats. Well, just swallow the whistle. Don't just let it play out. Are they not even oh, going to look at that? They don't even have a good replay angle on it. Who 
Who's all right? So Fields is now 14 passing yards away. Um, so this one, this one is very live, guys. This five wow. for two thousand that we built. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah! We need if we get like one 13 yard pass here, uh, 14 yard pass to Cole Komet, we will be cooking. That's all it needs. We all we need is 15 more passing yards, and Komet needs to have five and a half of it. Oh wow! Yes, and then Brian yeah. Robinson, and then Brian Robinson not to rush for yards. Holy cow! This is the beer, the Bears running back right now. Uh, Foreman was inactive. Uh, Homer's questionable to return. Roshan ruled out, and Khalil Herbert uh, is back in and then exited right away after re-aggravating it. So I believe that leaves them with fullback uh, Kari Blazing game now. Wow. Wait, Homer's out too? He's questionable. He's questionable. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, those Deontay Foreman best ball bats come roaring back to life. Honestly, Mike, dude, don't yeah. think that hadn't crossed my mind. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be him and Jeff Wilson are going to sneakily be the yeah. uh, Undertaker meme at some point this season. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this one. And as a reminder, guys, we are now – we're 13 yards away from someone winning – it's pretty great yep dr evil says when are they going to put a chip in each blade of grass i thought that's what astroturf was i just assumed no they don't bother chipping them they don't chip the grass All right, this could be a fun, fun fourth quarter here. Pat, I feel like you were you were on your way to to Zooted Town there, and uh, and now you just kind of took your foot off the gas. Did that that meal just soak up all the alcohol? Well, I've, I've had one and a half beers. I don't I don't know if I would say I was on the way to getting Zooted. Uh, <laughs> I did crush the first beer. The first beer went down very quickly. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of like moderated my behavior, I guess. <laughs> I have to, I have to finish narrating the walkthrough, uh, which will probably I think I've got another like because I got I edit it as I narrate, so I got a few hours of work left to do tonight. Yeah, Joey wants to know what beer you're drinking. This is called um, Fishbowl of Gummies. By Second Chance, so it's a local San Diego brewery. I'm not sure where in San Diego, Sounds but very it's pretty sweet. good. You know, I was worried that it was going to be super sweet. It is a little sweet, but it's not like overpoweringly sweet. Okay, it, ha it does taste a little bit like, um, you know, like a gummy, but it's not. It's not gross because right, a little too sweet on that taste spectrum would be genuinely gross. Mm. They did. They did this pretty well. I'll I'll pour some more tequila for you guys. 
I, I can't do a, the coffee pour style. Please. <laughs> that would require way too much tequila to actually get the effect. I guess I'll <laughs> give you a little. Come on. Just a little tease. Um, honestly, that was pretty good. It was very quiet. I really didn't listen for it, but it, it just it had to crackle a little. It's a nice, it's a nice one. Oh my! DJ. Oh my God! Yeah, we, we need the we need the commit TD here. Like I don't mean it doesn't have to be a TD, but I'm this one we built uh, here is pretty Fourth high. Down. They're gonna kick a field goal. Go for it! Cowardly field goal. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I want that core, man. I want yeah. I want the Washington get the ball back and hit that core for us. Then push, You're right because uh, the Bears core. To the air. How about a Jahan, quick Jahan Dotson TD just makes everything. Move. Just get that core right, and then and then we can have the Bears come back on the other side and we hit that halftime pick too. Mm. But I want to give away some money tonight. I want to give that four hundred out. You guys say my tequila pour sounds like a tinkle. Well, it was tinkle esque, but it was a good, it was a nice tinkle. Yeah. Like, I get so triggered by the word tinkle. When I was like a little kid, one of my mom's friends used to always ask us as kids, be like, does anyone have to go take a tinkle? Like, as for going to the bathroom. And whenever I hear the word tinkle, I just cringe. So I'm just letting you guys know don't ever say tinkle around me again. <laughs> I knew this was happening. I, I should have never said it. <laughs> <laughs> you know some people are like i hate the word moist i hate it when you say moist like tinkle is that actual word for me <laughs> don't ever tell me i had a nice tinkle <laughs> oh man this is like this is information you didn't you should have shared yeah you should have shared <laughs> yeah, that no, with, I with the internet i thought i was being vulnerable <laughs> you were <laughs> but the internet doesn't handle that well i mean i'm already thinking like next year when we're in vegas will i wind up in a bathroom with you and have an opportunity to tell you nice tinkle because that's what i'm like <laughs> that's, that's what, what that's got. the way to play it just never say it to pete until <laughs> we're in person and be like nice tinkle dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's why I've been compensating my whole life. And I'm like, dude, I got to go take a fucking heavy piss right now. <laughs> I don't tinkle, like dude. Resource. Dude, <laughs> dude, I fucking put a waterfall of urine in there. Must <laughs> <laughs> was strong. When we were talking about units earlier, I was I was cracking up thinking about Levitan posting that, uh, that video that Cam Newton put out. Did you yeah, see that? I saw that. <laughs> Did you God, see that thing? God not giving him a hammer. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. That was he, said, he said, God didn't bless me with no hammer. Levitan <laughs> tweeted it out. Yeah, that was great. He's <laughs> so good. Oh, oh, Cam is hilarious, man. I like what is that show? That was that, like that a, was very funny. It was very <laughs> funny. Oh, Dotson, man. he's got Dotson deep. He's looking the wrong way. That's that's Dotson's passing first down. <laughs> we don't need him anymore. It's yeah. weird to like rewire your brain. Like, yeah, we don't need that at all. Like, it, it's already done. Yeah, but every first down he gets plus nine, 
is a, a multiplier it's of a, how much we know ball. It's a no ball right. yeah. affirmation. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you just hit it, like, you know, it's good. But. So where do you guys fall? I will say right now, the first down sweat was is an awesome sweat. It's very fun. I will I say it. the tackles one, I never remember to sweat it. Don't I forget to look for it? I, think, I would I say think we're getting close. I, I, I know, but <laughs> I never, the tackles one I would say I would argue is is essentially not a sweat. I don't know what's happening. Uh, um, I never is. care who is to making hmm. the tackle. That was him, fifty three. While we're talking, was it? it? There we go. I, I, I was, wished a, an extra. Was that AJ Terrell? <laughs> Falcons quarterback. What's his actual name? TJ Edwards. This is TJ Edmonds. And then there was another Terrell something. I I don't even know if he made the tackle there, but he was around the play. No, it's TJ Edwards. And then they also have Tremaine Edmonds. (laughs) Who's on the pickup? I I completely agree with you guys. This is we have TJ Edwards on the pickup. I completely agree with you guys. It's impossible. It's the Robinson one where we need it, so we don't have to sweat that one anymore. Also, you know what's bad when an account I've never seen is sending me Canadian dollars to say, did little Petey have a nice tinkle? Never seen this guy in my life, and he just came out of the woodwork to send me fucking Canadian dollars and ask me if I had a nice tinkle. Two two Canadian dollars. Jesus. That's not enough compensation for how scarred I am. That's amazing. Okay. Mm. Who's that? Who's I will say, Sam Howell, do I have confidence he's throwing it to the right person? No, but he throws a nice dart, dude. He dude, that was really Jamison nice Crowder. Yeah. Did you know he's on the Commanders? I had no idea. I did know that. He's been punt returning for him. Oh, wow. That's wow. <laughs> I'll be completely on. I mean, cr- hang on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Jamison Crowder was on the Bills this offseason. Yeah, no, yeah. Giants. No, Giants. <laughs> Giants. Giants, but then part of their collection of five foot yeah, slot they, receivers. All the all the slot receivers on earth, they, they brought them on. Yeah. Which is weird because they clearly needed outside receivers. So yeah, no, I mean it it was obviously a great strategy. Everything's going great with their offense. I mean, they obviously know ball and knew what they were doing, and you know. It wasn't. Oh, Sam. The fantasy community should should definitely not question coaches so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Really would like Dotson, some John Dotson. Yeah. And he's got thirty yards. What do we have it at? Forty. Forty-two and a half. The end around is still very live. Yeah. This is a two-yard loss on the end around. Hey, I tell you what, what's also live, dude. <laughs> We need a, a little ball Mary pitchback. If he's part of like a, a last second, you know, they throw it around play. How do those how do they score that? <laughs> what did you say? Dotson underneath. Hit him, Hal, or send it oh, deep. Oh, he's going deep. Is that oh Logan? man? Is that Logan what? Thomas? Yeah, dude. Why what is Logan Thomas time right now? Yeah. It's like it's... a four eight just torching the DB down the sideline. Four eights faster than I was. <laughs> that yeah, might be yeah. generous. I'm like, how do we got the one time Dotson's inside and Logan Thomas is outside? Then he finally throws outside. Yeah, he just loves Logan Thomas, dude. I love that. That was supposed to be an out and up, and he's like, 
he really cheated on the out. He was just like straight to the up. He was like, I, can't, <laughs> I, can't, I gotta just go. <laughs> He's like, I can't do both. Yeah. Like, I don't have time for both. Go, baby. God. Go, baby. That's Deami Brown. That's Deami Brown. Yeah. Number one, number two. I hate. This I was game. like, what? <laughs> Pete, dude, Pete knows ball so well that he doesn't know numbers. Like he doesn't know which numbers <laughs> mean which number. Digit, and I thought it was Dotson. <laughs> yeah, see, he no, literally I mean, just. Oh, we got a guy man. running on the field. Did you guys see that guy running on the field? Oh. Was that Dotson? That. No, oh, it's Samuel. Samuel. You idiot. It's everyone but Dotson. Number four was Samuel. <laughs> I couldn't see the number. <laughs> I couldn't tell number four from number one because I just saw the base of it. That's the whole point. <laughs> the two and one look different at all points. No, of the no, even all single digits look the same. And that's <laughs> the wild take. That's a wild take. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, You're just scanning. All single digits look the same. <laughs> they do. That's a crazy take. No, it isn't. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Watching the bird's eye all 22 film like me, all single Dude, digits get, look the same. Get your eyes checked out. <laughs> no. All single digits look the same. I have 2020 <laughs> vision. You don't. I'm, I'm sorry hey, to tell you, man. I'll, I'll Pat, you want me to be logically consistent? All double digits look the same, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That is logically consistent. All and double digits makes me worry about your eyesight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are watching a different view than me, but I'm watching the uh, the Hubble oh, telescope. In, uh, in a sense, we are because our <laughs> eyes work and, and are feeding you, information you to our brain. Brag about your eyes after you thought Dotson was Curtis Samuel. Okay, they just <laughs> ran a designed play pretty much on the motion to Deami Brown. Hit him in the face. It was a little bit behind him, and he just drops the touchdown. Oh, no, that was yeah, actually way behind him. It was yeah. pretty behind yeah, him. Yeah. He was open. He was. Man, we, we, we shouldn't have thrown it so early. Like, he wasn't even breaking yeah, out of his really break did. yet. Just to, like, keep this close and keep them throwing and stuff. There it is. There we go. There we go. Curtis Samuel, baby. Big. We'll take we'll take the score. Yeah, we will. Because we couldn't have gone over the yards on that particular spot. All yeah. right, now they're going for two. We just need them playing for like they're calling the timeouts and they're like, you know, for sure doing. Yeah, if they give up, we're, we're toast. There's still 11 minutes left. I don't think the Bears are going to be very effective running the clock down without well, any running backs. running backs. Like they need yeah. to. Yeah. All right, two point try here. 50 points. This is, this is big. You can't complain about that. Oh, oh my God. Dude, why step up? Why step Oh my up? God. <laughs> Damn Howell play I've ever seen. That throw was fantastic. <laughs> Holy shit. Just like parachuted up into Jesus the air. Jesus Christ. That, that really is like... the ultimate Sam Howell experience. Why did he Why do you step? Run? Look how much room there is if he goes around. Like he could have run for I know. It. Yeah. What the Remember, hell? Wasn't it? Was it like rookie or second year Josh Allen? And was it 
a wild card game. I want to say against the Colts or something when he had that, he was like getting sacked or like, or he ran and then tried to like lateral it behind him. It was against, I think the Texans rookie, uh, rookie year wild card. And he was like 25 yards up field. Like he had like got a long run and then he just like, I'm going to throw a lateral. (laughs) That was like, that's when we all thought he sucks out. On Josh Allen, yeah. Yeah, we were like, yeah. Yeah. Man. It is actually crazy to think, like, how wrong the consensus was on Josh Allen. Not even, like, as a prospect, but just, like, an NFL player. Yeah. Like, it would be, like, it'd be tough to think, like, who, who, like, today would have to be awesome two years from now? Like I like it's almost like picket, like you know what I mean. Like it's like kind of like it's people have turned on. Not maybe not quite that much, but it's people have turned on. Like it's not well, fully. People to the have already level. turned on Bryce Young. Fields like four games. Fields, Fields turned around. Yeah, yeah, Fields is it. Yeah, yeah, Fields turned around. That would be man. That Josh, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> Josh says Trey Lance. No one's seen now, Trey Lance play football. It is true. He's, he's never actually played. Here's the thing, though: the people who have seen him play football won't let us see him play football. They don't, they don't think he's good enough to let us. See. <laughs> That's not usually a good sign. Uh, I'm done defending Trey Lance too. I'm over it. Uh, there's just not a lot of good quarterbacks. I want every good young, or every young quarterback to be good, but it's there's not a lot of play people that can play quarterback well at the NFL. No, before. there's not. There's very it's, few people. Not yeah. most of them. You're going to be better off saying they all suck. That's true. Unless they uh, are as athletic as Derrick Henry, then we then we bet on them, baby. Although I come, I think Pat, I completely agree with your earlier statement that Richardson would not be. He would be. I think he would look a lot he, worse on the Bears. He would look a lot, a lot. Worse. All all criticisms of Richardson. Are correct. He's he's not a good thrower. He isn't. He may never be, but like, I don't. For me, I was like, I don't. What Richardson turns into in twenty twenty six is none of my concern. Like, I just is he going to play right away? Are they going to scheme rushes for him? Is he going to pass well enough to get the defense to respect the run? Because which he's a good deep thrower. Actually, he's not a great deep thrower, but he's good enough. So that was my whole and Steichen smart. But yeah, dude, if he was on the Bears, like they wouldn't. You need a you need a team to design a very specific offense, and that's if they don't do that, he, he would be screwed because he's a super limited player. Right, um, but that's the one thing I was gonna like. So it's kind of crazy that for as many bad quarterbacks as there are, it's hard to play quarterback. Like there is an element of being in the right situation. Like we've talked about with Fields, has not actually ever really played in a great situation under a good coach with a lot of good talent around him came in and he had the worst offensive line in the league the first year, et cetera. That doesn't help when you're a bad processor. We are seeing Richardson be elevated by a good coach. We are seeing Mike McDaniel probably, I think, influence Tua. I think Tua has talent and has certain skills, and and Mike McDaniel is accentuating them and making him into the best version of himself that he could be. And so – Tua is limited too. Tua is not – like he's accurate – but he he's like he doesn't have a great deep ball. He's a he's a quick processor, but he's not mobile, right? Like 
strengths and weaknesses. Tyler what would really Trey Lance? Anthony Richardson's limited, but like he's a rookie quarterback, dude. He's definitely maybe he won't be limited in the future, but he's he's limited. That's okay. He's knowing he's limited, limited, actually, knowing that he's limited is why he's having a good season. Because this smart, he's smart enough to build around it. Is the chat surprised by this take? Is this so? Here's where I wanted to go with this: is like Richardson's guy, like one of my most drafted players. Like I have like 25, 26% Richardson. Like this is not me like taking a, a piss on Richardson. Richardson was an awesome pick and is doing great. Like we all feel great about drafting Anthony Richardson, but he is a limited quarterback right now. Like that's just a fact. And, you and it doesn't Anthony have to Richardson. be a reason for him not to score points. I thought this is why you drafted Anthony Richardson for exactly what's playing out. Wasn't going to be a good passer, but was going to be yeah. an athletic beast who is rushing for yards and getting used at the goal line. Wasn't that why you drafted him? Yeah, that's why you drafted him. And like, that's like he's the the passing stuff was was overblown in the sense that people were acting like he literally couldn't pass, and the defense was like going to be able to stop him on every drive, and or he was going to like lose playing time. Or I was like, no, he's good enough. There's he can. Punt. He can he can throw deep, right? He can he can make some big plays. He can execute a very specific type of offense. But to say like he can execute a, a specific type of offense is is not not saying that he's not limited. I think that's I think that means that he's still limited, even if he can execute a specific type of offense built to his strengths, which is fine. Like that's not a knock. Okay, so this is where I was going to go with this, and so this is a really good spot. Because I was trying to argue, okay, there's not a lot of really good quarterbacks, but there are some coaches that can get the most out of certain quarterbacks, especially when they kind of fit their scheme a little bit, which is a little weird because I think traditionally I felt like coaches and schemers is overplayed and the players are going to dictate whether they're successful or not. But there obviously is a marriage there. You just said Richardson is limited, but he's good enough to run a system. Because what my question was going to be is, what if Trey Lance would have been playing for Shane Steichen? What do you think happens there? What if Justin Fields is playing for Shane Steichen in this offense? What do you think happens there? I think he, I mean, I think, first of all, I think he would have been playing. Like, I think Kyle Shannon, Kyle Shannon, you know, was probably the worst person to, I don't know why he wanted Trey Lance. Like, he, it's a, their, their whole scheme, like, makes it easy mode for the quarterback. It's like point and shoot, right? Like, that's the criticism of the Purdy's and the Garoppolo's and Tua. It's like, like point and shoot, you're not processing, you're not reading out plays, you're not, you're just like literally executing. Like, who got someone had this point, and I'm now gonna not remember who, but they were saying like it was basically it's just the running game for the passing game. Um, because it's like you know, you're just like maybe it was, um, sure, maybe rebar or or Hilo, uh, was one of the pods I was listening to last week, but they're saying like this is. Those systems are basically like they're they're scheming out passing plays, which are also designed to get yards after the catch as well. So it's like it's, a, it's, it's the extension of the running game point is it, what you're saying. It's the extension of the running game point where like you have plays. There's like here's what you do when you are essentially like a point guard and you you hit this pass, then this other series of events kicks off after you yes. complete your part of it. Yeah. It's not it's not you sitting back reading the plays, making a difficult throw, relying on arm talent putting all this weight on the quarterback's shoulders. So the criticism of the Shanahan system is essentially you don't even have to be that good at like the mental part of the yeah. game or have that good of an arm. You just need to be able to do this specific like scheme scheme stuff, like system quarterback type of stuff, right? Shanahan Why is get to Trey Lance. Lance for that? Right. Shanahan is to Lance as Arthur Smith is to Pitts. 
Yes. <laughs> but but would, would Lance have fit? Would he have succeeded with a Steichen? Or is Richardson better at running an offense, right? Like that's, that's. I mean. I think, I think Richardson's already, I think Richardson's got to be better than Lance's. Like yeah. already, like to do yeah. this, like Lance. And like, let's be honest, like Lance. But I also still think Steichen, Steichen probably elevates a Lance, probably elevates a Fields yeah. if he was coaching a Fields. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because this isn't the this isn't like a Shanahan system. Like they're they're using the athleticism of the quarterback in like you know like the Eagles do. I think it's I think it's a much sharper system for a mobile quarterback. Like mm-hmm. in a way that I think Shanahan maybe like he he kind of sat down and was like I'm gonna have to go down. This other rabbit hole, and I don't know what's down that rabbit hole, but I know what's down this one. Like I've I've built a home down this down kind of the classic <laughs> Shanahan style rabbit yeah. hole. Like he knows how to scheme that type of offense. And Brock Purdy came along, and it's like, oh my god, I can just do this thing I want to do, and it's going to work really well. Or I can like scrap everything I've built and try to like build an offense around what Trey Lance does. So I totally get why he didn't go with like. I didn't think he would get like once Purdy came along, I thought he would just go with Purdy, but I really don't understand why he ever got infatuated with Trey Lance. He just doesn't do any of the things that the Shanahan system asks you to do, I think. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was going to try to add like a new dimension to the Shanahan system. I was like, oh, it's going to be a whole new thing, but. Oh, 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 single digit. Come on, they all look the same. Tease. Yeah, Gretch, you're coming Gretch. along on this take. You just got emotionally invested in the Samuel take. Notice I was quiet. I knew that was Samuel. No, can, everyone, I, this was a bad take shaming me for this single-digit thing because everyone is falling for it because they all look the fucking same. Go take a Eight does pack. not look like one. Eight and one do not look similar, dude. I'm not worried about an eight. I'm worried about a one and a four and a two. I lost it when you said all single digits look the same. I mean, That's I crazy that talk. Take. I stand by that take. <laughs> oh, God. That is a very funny take. <laughs> it's really funny. I stand by it. <clears throat> all of the numbers. Yeah, I saw it. So JJ same. had a tweet earlier. Uh, before this drive, uh, Dotson and McLaurin had combined for an 18% target share. Nice. That's awesome. Loving that. The running backs have gotten a bunch. The, the, at least we know this offense's condensed takes have not have not aged well this season. <laughs> you know? The Falcons, the Commanders. I feel like there's another one that didn't really work. Look at this, the underneath guy, wide open. Yeah, he's wide open, running across the field. What are you? <laughs> Is that Dotson? It's got to be Samuel, right? Was Dotson even on Maybe the field? Crowder. I don't think so, man. What the fuck is he? Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, oh, yeah, Logan. Logan Thomas, Thomas the guy who's trying to get a few first downs right there. Guys, I don't think Dotson's even I don't think Dotson's out right there. Yeah. Are we? Yeah, we're seeing a lot of Crowder. Crowder. We're seeing a lot of Deami Brown. Is he hurt? I'm looking. Why are Dotson? Yeah, the people are noticing neither one of them's out there. 
Crowder is so dusty, still wearing a double-digit number that starts with an eight. <laughs> There's a clip of me at one point this offseason saying Logan Thomas could catch 100 balls in this offense, and then I was like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever said. And now I want to go find it and circulate it and act like I... <laughs> <laughs> act like you never came off it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so He's good. got nine catches tonight. <laughs> Just send it out with the eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Where is Dotson? It's on a milk carton, bro. <laughs> Would take me a minute, but I'm just the right amount of like tired and, and sick. That was perfect. I needed that. <laughs> Crutch, I got to say, like, starting these streams at five, it feels early. It feels, it feels early. Like, now that now that we're, it's almost eight o'clock Pacific time, I'm like, okay, this feels like a normal Fuck time. Fuck you, it feels late. <laughs> what do you mean? Now it feels late? Well, yeah, in it's 11 notes, so. Now, that's when I'm used to streaming ship chasing. <laughs> we can both be correct here. Five... 5 uh, p.m. is too early and 11 p.m. is too late. Well, I guess that's the problem with three-hour streams. <laughs> There'll be no problem if we can get a Justin Fields to a Cole Komet 15-yard pass. Hmm. So we would have done, let's see. We would have done 16 streams by... So we're doing we're doing fifteen of these shows because there's only fifteen Thursday night football games that aren't Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and and that aren't week one, which we didn't do. And we're we're doing about three and a half hours per stream, so that's fifty two and a half hours. Now we would have done I think sixteen streams for the waiver wire show, and Pete would have kept us at a tight thirty. So that's only that's. I uh, mean, all jokes aside, they would have been. They would have been like a tight 55. Okay. You would have started so 16, at 9.15. Waivers would have processed. And about 10 minutes later, I would have been like, and that's the show. That's 0.92 of an hour times 16. So that's uh, that's 15 hours of ship chasing this yeah. NFL season <laughs> versus 53 hours. Yeah. So <laughs> anyone who was fucking complaining about the show moving. Just enjoy. Yeah, that's why I made it too much. Grouchy, tired Pete for three and a half (laughs) times more content. Three and a half times more content. Have we already gone over the amount of in-season hours we would have streamed? But we. Uh, That's a great point. Also, let me set the record straight. We are definitely doing a Thanksgiving uh, Wednesday night stream. Wednesday, Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, which is the annual tradition. Yeah, that's a no. Oh, that's true. Which, but that we would have done anyway. So that's that's a. Is that Dawson? No, it's McLaurin. Draws the Ooh, PI. Flag. What do we what do we have for uh what do we need? That's going to about the 14 I think yard like line. 13 yards. Uh yeah, let me pull it up. So if he caught a TD from the 14 here, it would get us there? Yeah, we good. Yeah, we need 13 yards on Dotson, 14 oh. yards from Fields, and uh five yards, six yards from, from, from Komet. They might wave this off. That doesn't look that bad. Oh no! Ah, I think they got to leave that. 
don't tell me that they're like telling him to pick it up, huh? Dotson was wide open. Dal doesn't even know he's on the field. He at least he's out there, dude. Honestly, that's yeah. that's something. What are they doing here? Nope. I think they're calling no, no foul no penalty. Nope, no penalty. Wow. Donnie, oh, yeah. Prime Vision, we can let you guys feel like geniuses when you tell us that they weren't on the field. We I think that's PI. I think they got tricked a little by him holding his hands and all this. You got to let him get through. He's Stevenson's not playing the ball, and he literally prevents uh, McLaurin from getting back to the ball. He would have got back to it if the guy wasn't there. I I think that's actually a bad non-penalty. That was uh, he has he doesn't have like a right to run there. He he can play the ball, but he can't block the receiver from getting to the ball just because he's not putting his hands on him. You can't do that. Yeah, that should have been a penalty. I think. Oh man, look at this single-digit cluster at the bottom of the screen. Oh, that's not him, that's though. McLaurin. No, yeah. Good play, What though. about the two you digits made you think it might have been Dotson, Pat? That one of them was a one, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're coming around on – you know where this take is headed? All numbers look the same. <laughs> all numbers because you – It already started there. Weren't you already saying all numbers look the all same? All numbers look the same. <laughs> I saw the one. Okay, Dotson's got a big black band. Okay, he's bottom screen right now. That's what I like, Gretchen. Oh, he's going he's for it. Oh, looking, there it is. He's looking, he's looking, he's looking. God damn it, Owl. What a sick catch. He fucking caught that just by the wow. point of the ball. What what handed just to troll us? Ten feet out of bounds. Put it on him. What an absolutely when underdog sick gonna give us play. unrealized air yards. What's happening now? We got an injury or something? Mm. Bears call timeout? Man. Oh, he that guy just got hurt. Man, he was open. He was, dude. How? Maybe that's Dotson for not coming back to it or something. I don't I don't I don't get it. Let's, I also, need to see the uh, the replay. How have they not shown that catch? I don't care if it was out of bounds. Like show the fucking play again. That was incredible. Yeah, why haven't we seen a, a replay of this? I don't know. Hmm. I'm watching Prime Vision. That's a miss. A miss on Howell, I assume. It uh it looked like it. Jeez, Howell. God don't catch that, you dipshit. What are you doing? What was the he point of PPR, catching that? Dude. Why did you just lose your team five yards so you could have your bad one-handed catch? Harditz is going to put that on a. Both of these were worth one point, whatever points. Or I guess it'd be zero point. I there's there's maybe nothing that tilts me more than the way that people present the PPR scoring stuff. Like, is the person who scores the TD the one who deserves the TD every time? No, like half the fucking time it's the fullback like running it in, right? Like, yeah, but this is gonna be funny. This will be funny. This is. <laughs> The PPR stuff is so goddamn stupid. We play a game that's made up. It has fake stats. All of it is fake. 
Until like, every what, quarterback pass is worth like 50 points to properly right. value how important they are to every NFL franchise, that fantasy is its own. We massive that's the other <laughs> obvious one the touchdowns and then the quarterback scoring. We massively nuke the quarterback scoring. And you're gonna get mad about PPR. Like, we very clearly don't actually make stuff be what it's really worth in real football. And then everyone just says this about PPR. Over and over again, and it's just. Ugh. But yeah, but think about how how sick of a seven yard run Hearts is going to find a pair with that <laughs> stupid catch. <laughs> yeah, yes, he's going to find a sick one. It's going to be true. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. All right, I can confirm, guys, from this shot of the huddle, Dotson is on the field. Now be careful, Pete, because there's a lot of other guys that are. There's all a, lot numbers. Numbers. <laughs> there's a lot of numbers. Did you see the the name Dotson? <laughs> yeah, I love the way Joshua said it. We need things to count, or there is no game. It's not that hard to understand. Like this is that's that. our play on third and fifteen. A dump off in the flat on third and fifteen. I guess they're playing for a field goal, dude. Board. They sent right, pressure, okay. and he, he threw – he had an unblocked blitzer, so he threw to his outlet quick to try to give him room to run. I think this was entirely because of that blitzer right there that he threw so quick. Jesus. Jeez. Are they in field goal range or not? I can't remember. Yep. Well, they're going to give yeah, it a shot. 46-yarder. Right. Is that in Joey Sly's right. bag? <laughs> Good defensive know. play call, but fuck, we, man. We, we have need the this made play. to keep – yeah. Um, oh, he missed, it. he missed it. He donked it. Jesus. That's brutal for the fields. It really is, yeah. Uh, oh, my Come God. on, man. That's all because Brian Robinson had to go and catch that pass. <laughs> honestly. Honestly, dude. <laughs> what a brutal kick. I think third and 15 is a lot more manageable, or third and 10 would have been a lot more manageable. They probably would have went for it on fourth. Well, they'd be five or closer, so they probably wouldn't have, but then they'd yeah. kick shorter. Yeah. The Bears and DJ Moore. See, Bears see, like, see, oh, oh, we're going to win a game. <laughs> He's psyched, man. Good for DJ. Why are you flying? They're the commanders. It's not like it's the Eagles or something. Can we just what are commanders? Business? Kari Blossom game season. <laughs> oh my God! Spin move. I thought that was gonna be a loss yards. Commanders are like commanders and chiefs, like the president. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. No, really? Yes. They're from Washington. It's like political commanders. <laughs> I think. I always thought maybe it was like a ship thing, you know. Like mm. a commander or ship captain and commander, maybe, maybe. just because, like, the command is a commander in chief, like, that's the army commanders. That's what, like, I thought it was like all the commanders of all the so they can change that now that Snyder's gone, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can and they should. They should have yeah. never, they should have kept Washington football team. That would have been such a funny move. I think it would have grown on people eventually. It would have. I mean, I feel like it did already grow on people. Yeah, just football team. It's funny. It, it is funny. 
But like they kind of do that in um like soccer, right? Don't they do like they don't all have like some of them got the mascots, but a lot of them you just say the the city. Right? Like Manchester City, right? Well, I guess that's I mean, how perfect is it that they picked a name that like the whole chat is like they're named after Joe Biden's dog. It's a navy rank. Um you know, Josh Harrison wants no, to. It's change. a Navy. Okay, Navy. We we don't even know what the hell this is. We're, I mean, probably somebody in chat actually knows what they're talking about, but we're mostly just guessing. And and that just goes to tell you that they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. It's just such a Washington football team. I've always enjoyed <laughs> Zach Kruger's down in Washington area, and uh, he I think he's done some serious radio or something. Maybe it's not serious. Anyway, he's um he's real dialed in with Washington stuff, and he. He calls them the commies. <laughs> like, that's it. such a funny little dig. I love it. The Washington, it's Jovers. That's what they should be. I, by the way, I always read that as Joe Ever. Joe Ever. <laughs> it's Joe, Joe Ever. Want, yeah. <laughs> they all. It's how it's they, spelled. <laughs> they should call them the. Wasn't the pigskins like referenced? Uh, like. You yeah. could still call them the skins. Like, why don't you, it's it's another name for football? Just call them the pig. They already do the pig. Toss all the racist guys a bone. You can still call them the skins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put a yeah, pig in front of it. I don't know about that. <laughs> that wasn't what I. Um... <laughs> Cole Komet, one time, folks. <clears throat> they do all the pig stuff already, and they have the hogs and everything. I mean, it just. Oh my, DJ Moore. So oh, there's man. Fields. He's gonna score again. Holy shit. He's not gonna stop. Yeah, that's good for us. He really just wanted wow. that TD so bad. I mean, I told you guys DJ Moore was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine not being in on DJ Moore seven years Imagine ago. Imagine losing <laughs> your faith in DJ Moore. What a beast. Man, why couldn't that have been Cole Komet? All right, another drive of getting to sweat. All of the single-digit numbers on the pigskins. <laughs> I mean, you got 17-point lead. They're going to fall back, and, I mean, can we just get Howell to run an underneath route is, I think, the biggest issue. Or, or Not Howell, Dotson. Are they just going to run Dotson downfield the whole time? Because there's going to be some free completions here. You would think. What a game by DJ Moore. Dude's so good. I spent so much time arguing this guy was so good, and I can't, like, <laughs> I'm not making any money off of this. <laughs> There's nothing about this that's helpful. 8, 2, 30, and 3. Wow. 78 fantasy points in the captain slot. 78 that points. That is a really Holy ridiculous shit. line. That's crazy. It's like almost 30 yards a catch. It's like 28 yards a catch. It's wild. 
52 points. All right. You just uh... – yeah, Best Ball Modder just got me to pull up one of my uh... – I had to see what my best uh, weekly winners team is. This is kind of fun. It's a field DJ Moore commit team, but it does have DeAndre Swift and Devon Achan at running back. Still has Waddle and Garrett Wilson to go. No. Could do a little something, something. Rashad Bateman back at full practice today was a nice. That's nice. nice yeah. I'm having a pretty decent little start to the best ball season, but I have a lot of Bateman and a lot of JSN. Those are two takes that are not looking particularly good. I, I, yeah, the, the Bateman, the, the thing I was thinking about the other day is like how many times uh, Bateman and Burks were kind of like the last of that tier. Yeah. When really the answer was Nico Collins and Jacoby Myers, who were uh, yeah. <laughs> 30 picks later. Yep. I actually don't get this of like uh, it's time to call it on Bateman because he hasn't been healthy. I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird one to me. But people are I think some people have been kind of out on Bateman in the beginning. So it's like one of those things where if you don't if you're not like into a guy and then he gets hurt, yeah. you're like, it's over, dude. So I'd be willing to like way more willing to call it on someone like Burks who isn't healthy in that offense is just not a competent passing off. Here's a thought. Let's not call it on people. Like, yeah, I'm not calling it on him either. I've actually been encouraged. Next time you're thinking about starting a sentence with, I think it's time to call it on. Just don't write that chat comment because (laughs) it's the week five and that's not how the NFL works. I mean, we would have called it on DJ Moore already. Like seriously, we would have called it on DJ. Yeah. Yeah, week three, like three, three weeks. Yeah. Well, it's also just it's in the same way. It's like, are are you gonna are you gonna call it on Keaton Mitchell? Why is Keaton Mitchell on your bench? Well, I'm I'm stashing him if things break right in the Ravens' offense and he's a contributor. Well, that's fucking Rashad Bateman too. <laughs> hey, I don't know. The, the I mean, I, what I will say is a lot of whack. Bateman's role was bad early in the season. We're like Burks. I was like, oh, this this could be okay once he gets healthy. Um. The offense certainly needs him. He, you know, he made that one big catch. But Bateman, it's like, ah, this doesn't look very good. But Zay Flowers, I think he's done okay with the opportunity he's been given, but he hasn't run away with it. Odo Beckham hasn't looked that good. Nelson Aguilar's whatever. Like, there's there's a need for a playmaker. He could get back to full health and be something down the stretch. Is he going to produce much from, like, now till week 11? Probably not. So – you know, I wish I had less Bateman, but I don't think like he's a first round pick with a really good prospect profile and hasn't been healthy. Like those are the kind of guys who kind of out of nowhere could be like, oh shit, here he goes. Like he turned it on. And they, they do need a field stretcher, right? Like Zay Flowers A dot is like approaching JSN levels, like at this point. Odell has been hurt. They need someone to stretch the field. They do. I don't think he's been healthy. Is is honestly what I think it is. Like he, Odell Beckham went down in that that game. What week was it? Week th- two or three? He goes down, and Nelson Aguilar comes in and was getting a ton of first reads. And I 
my read on it was like he's playing the Odell Beckham role. Instead of like putting Bateman into that role, they just had Aguilar play the Beckham role, which either means Bateman's bad or he's not healthy. So it's certainly possible he's bad. Yeah, that's the last time we listened to you, DK. <laughs> I, what do we get? Are we going to get one third down uh, pass here? We we had the other four picks there. Remember, we were looking for the fifth yeah. pick, and you're like, Chet really wants to commit. We had the other four locked and loaded. We should have just sacrificed the EV and locked it at four. Yeah. No, we no. I wanted but that. DK, um, I wanted DK the. Had to I don't remember his name. Who I wanted Edwards. Want? I wanted um, TJ yeah, Edwards. Ed- Edwards hasn't done anything. He 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 hasn't done anything either. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been running. Washington hasn't been running. It did. I wasn't going to let us do that because I was like, it's not going to make sense if there. He has eight tackles. Negative script. He, he's one tackle away. Yeah, but he's not going to. They're not going to run. The linebackers get the tackles on like against a run script. The reason he's not get this is a season low, and it's because Washington's been in trail script and throwing. Yeah. If you, Davis says, uh, Devin, at what point do we accept some players just aren't great? The problem, like the true answer, and it's not the fun thing, is everything is on a range of outcomes. And you're saying the probabilities of Rashad Bateman are less likely to hit now than we thought when we drafted him. Those chances have come down. It's a sliding scale of percentages. But what I just said is not as fun as saying it's Jover for Rashad Bateman. (laughs) So everything gets painted in a binary stance when it's really just probability shifting, but that's no fun. So we we have to say it's the best. (laughs) At what point do we accept why? Why do we have to accept that? I I mean, we do accept. We do accept. At some point we do accept, but like the idea that we should accept that Rashad Bateman is good because he didn't have a great rookie year, had a pretty good second year on limited volume, the volume actually the only reason you would say didn't have a second year. He was super efficient when on the field as a sophomore and then got hurt and then hasn't been healthy this year. When do we accept that he's not good? Not now. The yeah. last time we saw Weird. him healthy, he was really good. So we don't accept that he's not good based on him not being healthy to start. It, the it, like that's, that's not the thing about this is when people want us to accept it, the focus is on all of the times that you have seen the LaVisca Chenaults, where we just sort of Martin Gilded it, and he, like, he isn't good. It's like, oh, we should have accepted it earlier. But it's only with the benefit of hindsight that you can say, oh, we should have accepted it earlier. There are players that do have weird starts to their career and then hit. I mean, like, I'm not going to go way back to Devontae Adams, but, like, the Devontae Adams and Tyler Boyd ones are examples. The one that I have written about a little bit this year is uh, Rashad Penny, I don't know how many fucking times we got asked to stop talking about Rashad Penny because he can't stay healthy. And then he was a league winner that year that like we had him stashed in some places and he ended up like scoring a bunch of points down the stretch. And then the next season he was good early in the year. Then he gets hurt. Then he's been, you know, gone from Seattle. He's not even playing for Philadelphia. But two years ago, he did stay healthy for a stretch and put up a fuck ton of fantasy points that would have made him worth stashing off the waiver wire. <clears throat> and when we were talking about him that year, people were like, Rashad Penny's not it. He's not going to be it. He can't be it. I remember how many times we were told we're just doing the same thing. We're just Martin Gilling, Rashad Penny. We're just, when are we going to accept that Rashad Penny can't stay healthy? And then he goes out and he has a stretch at the end of the year where he's like the best running back in football for a stretch because he did stay healthy. And it's like, this is why sometimes you're willing to continue to try, like, like wait around on these guys. 
Well, we did. We've done the same thing back to back years with Justin Fields. People, can you cut him? Justin Fields, you know, he worked. And now Justin Fields, last two games, 43 of 64, 617 passing yards, 8 TD, one interception, 131.32 passing rating. <laughs> he's done. He sucks. Move on. Like, again, it's just. When is everyone going to admit he's, a, he's, he's not a, a good quarterback? He can't handle it. Can't process. It's a disqualifying trait. Can't play at the NFL level. I mean, how many people were saying that? All right. Let's suck out on a Jahan Dotson. It's it is time. It's time. One for time because my headphones died. But I, I'm gonna go back and listen to that. It seemed like that was a really awesome fucking rant, and I got through Rashad Penny part at the end, and it was so good. It was good. And then you guys seemed like you're having. I can't real wait fun. for Rashad Penny to do it again this oh. year too. Oh hell yeah, let's do it, Rashad. The Rashad Penny point is such a good one. Like that. DJ like Moore we were told we, forever. You said DJ Moore earlier. We would have. Yeah. We would have been out on DJ Moore for a, a long time in Carolina. People thought he sucked in Carolina. He was the Kyle Pitts before Kyle Pitts. Every year, ah, this guy just can't play. Yeah. You keep trying to sell me on DJ Moore. Ah. Now look at the guy scoring three touchdowns on Thursday Night Football. This is this is Kyle. I mean, this is the whole thing. <laughs> was he going to play the Chiefs every week? Now he gets – this is Justin Fields' schedule next. They get the Vikings, then the Raiders – then the Chargers, then the Saints, then the Panthers, then the Lions, then the Vikings. He's not on the field. Deami Brown's playing over him. What the fuck? What's happening? That was Terry man? McLaurin, guys, Curtis Samuel, and Deami Brown. It's Jover for Jahad Dotson. Jover. <laughs> Honestly, might be, dude. Why are they... What is it? That, what was that throw? <laughs> dude, what? All the Aaron Rodgers takes of like Aaron's gonna make sure like Dalvin Cook plays. We we had we were directionally accurate, but it was about Sam Howell making sure Deami Brown plays. Do you know what name I just realized I haven't heard all season? Has Michael Hardman done a single thing? No, dude. <laughs> Rodgers buried him so good in the offseason that they can't even play him now that he's gone. I was like, I can't I've literally not heard his name mentioned once. Why can't Dotson run that route? Why did you fall down, McLaurin? Is Dotson hurt? I didn't. I didn't know anything about him being hurt. Did you guys? He must be hurt. Like I, I just put in my notes that I want to check on this for stealing signals next week. But I feel like he's got to be hurt. And I'm wondering if it's a, it explains a lot of his struggles so far this year. Now we got Crowder out there, but still no Dotson. Huh. Oh, he's out there. I just saw the one, I think. Are you sure it wasn't a different single digit? They kind of Dotson on the field. Jesse Riddle saw it. Okay. Dude, this would be an all time suck out. This would be field? elite. Yeah, he's bottom of the screen. Wide bottom open. Screen. Throw it all down there, Howl. Howl. Yo, God, this guy loves Why are you going over the middle of the field with no time left when you have no a wide open else? receiver? God damn it, Howell. Yeah, dude, I'm back, out on Howell. I'm back out. I'm back out. And that's, that's it. That's game. How sucks, dude. That's, that was so stupid. You're not even – what a play. We don't even – you don't even get a Hail Mary shot? <laughs> How many first downs did Howell have? 27? Mm -hmm. Can't throw any of them to Dotson? Fuck. Guess what, guys? Next week, the giveaway is $500. Fucker. <laughs> 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 I want to look up what the matchup uh, is next week. 
Oh my God, Tyler! <laughs> fucking send, shoot Tyler to the moon. I <laughs> cash dots and unders. Let's fucking go, hero. Post the screenshots, Tyler. Let's see him. So um, Drew Davenport had a tweet oh my that God. said, Dotson will play. But why, why wouldn't he have played? Dude, Did we, we must have missed week, injury, man. Dude, next week the Chiefs host the Broncos. Mahomes going to drop 50. I think he, dude, I think he had an ankle injury in the Sunday game. He was questionable return on Sunday with an ankle. I think we fucked that up. We don't know ball. <laughs> I think we don't know ball, dude. We missed a fucking ankle injury. Hang on. Let me see. Um, he scored a TD in the last play of the game in forced OT. Oh, no. Did he hurt an OT? Limited, limited, full. He got a full practice in. You, you, you feel okay about that. He's fine. I'm already well, not excited fine. about Chiefs Broncos. And by that, I mean I'm excited about the Chiefs. Uh, well, we got to have a Bronco on the, on the pick them too. I'm so excited to be tilting Marvin Mims, Mims to get seven yards in the fourth quarter. <laughs> hey, underdog, we're putting the Marvin Mims over on our pick them. Your call on what that line is. <laughs> Your call on what we go higher on, but he's on there, okay? He's going. We're going higher. It's happening. It's funny, too, because it's so fucking binary with Mims that, like, I wouldn't blink at a number that was, like, 65. I mean, like, if he's getting there, he's clearing 65. Yeah, <laughs> you know true. what I mean? Like, I yeah. thought you were going to say I wouldn't blink at a number like 35 because, like, it might just be 15, you know? No, they'll, like, they'll <laughs> set it. It'll be like it'll be like 24, but it's like with Marvin Mims, what's the difference between 24 and 48? It's either Sean Payton pulls his head yeah. out of his ass or he does it. Man. Uh, <sighs> Curtis Samuel, by the way, just so we don't feel too bad, DNP limited limited. And he was out there all the fucking time. Oh, Curtis Samuel looked great. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Should have taken the Curtis Samuel offer. I mean, good lord. Uh, did every other commander's receiver hit their overs? Logan Thomas did. No, I think oh, maybe... McLaurin went under. Got it. Mm. Lauren had McLaurin, I believe, was in the 50s and he only had 49 yards. McLaurin was 49 and his number was 60.5 receiving yards. Yeah, okay. Got it. So we yeah. Um, we would have needed to do Logan or, or we need to go through Logan. <laughs> Marvin Mims receiving props. All numbers look the same. There we go, dude. Thank you. Exactly. Find it all the way back. It, as long as you're in the double digits, all the numbers are the same for Marvin Mims. <laughs> this is, so now this, this is the level of sweating that I could get behind. At least Walrus had Brian Robinson in this game. Walrus balls. Taking a hit on his first place team with a shitty Brian Robinson night. Thank Holy you, cow. Daniel Dan Danielson. Yeah. Um, all right, dudes. Uh sorry we couldn't get the 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 giveaway uh to one of you guys tonight. Four hundred dollars. Uh it will be five hundred dollars next week. Hopefully we can get some Marvin Mims bucks uh for you guys. Then uh Gretch, uh, what do you got going here? Anything you'd like to plug? I wrote up an extra post uh, for stealing signal subs this week, doing the team by team targets per out run breakdown on all the players through the first four weeks. Um, that's always a fun exercise. Good, good like uh, recalibration of how the first month has gone. Yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, same stuff. 
Awesome. Uh, Pat, you're going to narrate the walkthrough right now, correct? That's right. Um, I'm going to have the walkthrough out later tonight, and uh, we'll have the audio version up on the premium podcast feed later tonight. If you're subscribed to Legendary Upside and you don't have the premium podcast feed, just get in touch with me. Uh, it's very easy for me to resend the link to get you to, uh, what you need to set that up. Um, if you're into the audio and you're not signed up, you can check out a free preview that I'll have on the Legendary Upside podcast feed. Um, also, the first three games or so of the walkthrough, I, I have uh, above the paywall as well at Legendary Upside. So that'll be good. I am uh, I decided to, to name it after uh, Devin HM. Okay. Can't, I like The guy changed his name, you know. You, you got to give him a little respect after he's just like going back to the well. Can't wait. Um, Guys, uh, I got a great me, stat for you from Next Gen uh, Stats to close does on. Does it have to do with Dotson? No, it's DJ Moore getting 221 of his 230 yards on hitches and go routes. The, the most yards on those two routes in a game over the last six seasons. And then there's a picture of his route chart, and it's just like all hitches and go routes. And, he, all he ran and that includes the play where they said he stepped out of bounds, where we never even saw the fucking replay on it. Yeah, they never showed us the replay on that. Yeah. Um, they should have 300 yards. The uh, Make sure you guys check out Stat Chasing on that posted for everyone yesterday morning really great work as usual by drico and sacrilegious they're doing an awesome job with the charts all of the usage trends if you guys are youtube members you can watch that live on tuesday nights at 8 p.m eastern make sure you're checking out steph's uh article if you guys want to become youtube members you can hang out with us in the ship chasing discord a great place to be i'm gonna have my dfs show uh tomorrow with jam to win on my channel at 2 p.m and then i've been doing a fun uh underdog show with the badge bros on the underdog daily channel fridays at 3 p.m we go through battle royale strategy i'm sure we'll hop in a dog bowl we build some pick em entries for the weekend so be sure to check that out if you're in the underdog streets uh as i mentioned uh or i don't know if we mentioned it tonight new depositors 500 dollars <laughs> deposit match if you guys are new use promo code ship when you guys sign up, get that $500 deposit match. And if you're chasing the deposit kingdom to Miami, uh, you can get uh, buy four, get $50 bonus cash back with the dog bowl. $50 entries, no cap on that. So if you do eight of those, you get $100 back and so forth. I appreciate you guys. Sorry we couldn't bring home that pick em giveaway, but we will keep trying. We will keep trying. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We will catch you next time on Ship Chasing. Peace.